Oh, it's one of those wonderful evenings when we get together like tonight. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, there's the video side. Okay, that's taken care of there. Uh, let me see. Um, let's see, what am I forgetting? What am I missing? There's something I'm missing here. I know it. I I could just feel it in my bones. I, I mean, I know it's not something, uh, well, you know, let me see. Uh, uh, I got the video side going. I got, a, 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 oh, I see what I'm missing. Folks, I'm sitting here yappity, yappity, yapping. And you know what's missing? The opening. Hit it, maestro. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, and welcome to Firefox News Online. It is incredibly naive of any person to believe that someone coming across the southern border illegally should have the right to vote, and they're still illegally in the country, should be able to receive a stimulus check, even though they're not legal citizens of the United States of America. And it is certainly naive of anyone to think that an illegal alien should come before a country's own citizens, people born and raised in this country, like myself, and like many of you. But it is inconceivable, however unlikely to some, that Joseph R. Biden is a president of the United States. Yes, the media claims he won the election, but he didn't win it fair and square. Now, why do I say that? Why do I risk hearing from the Biden camp, oh, you can't say that because it's not true. He won fair and square. Well, you know what? I would say to them, bullshit. Outright, absolute bullshit. And that is exactly what it would be. Outright, grade A, U.S. choice, hard to believe, bullshit. You see, I have a hard time believing in my heart, that this clown, this absent-minded professor, this joke of a human being is a, a legitimate president because <laughs> look at what he's done since he came into the office. I mean, the man has signed more executive orders than any president in modern history, okay? He literally reversed us back to the years of Obama, you know, the guy that held the office of president hostage those eight years, and uh, Biden was his alleged veep. Well, guess what? Uh, yeah, I kind of hate to be the bearer of bad news, but yeah. Now, let's also look and bear in mind that when you talk about uh, illegal immigration at our southern border, it's... The term illegal aliens applies because they're illegal aliens. These are, these are people who are from a foreign country. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I should put it even better than that. They are foreign, foreign invaders. invaders. And these so-called illegal immigrants, what they truly are, as I said, foreign, foreign invaders, invaders, they're just that. They're invading our shores. They're invading our country, and Biden's letting it happen. Do they have citizenship in America? No. Are they going to get citizenship? Of course, because Biden's going to make it fast track in their direction. Well, you know what? I think it's time the American people spoke up loud and clear. Look, I got nothing against these folks, but they're coming into our country and violating our immigration laws. This is something that should have been stopped, and it was being stopped under President Trump. But as soon as the, the Democrats get in control, as soon as they take over, as soon as they hit the sh bricks running, 
Well, guess what? They turn around and they decide, boom, we're going to do it our way. And our way is, fuck the American people. Fuck them. We want the illegals because we'll get all the votes necessary and we can get all these nice people to vote for us. And it doesn't matter that they don't live in this country legally. We'll just make it happen so they are legal here. And fuck American people. Wow. Yes, that's exactly the impression I'm getting from Washington Deceive Us. And Washington Deceive Us, which is exactly what they are, deceiving us in order to promote their agenda, which is what they do. They do this so well. Okay, now let me move into one other item here in my talking points. This is going to be a brief talking points tonight. I'm going to try to make it brief. Uh, in that respect, they want certain members of the Republican Party gone. Marjorie Taylor Greene and another member of Congress. And I've got the story on that. In fact, you'll hear the audio clip on that. And what a very interesting story it is. And uh, I want to give One American News Network the credit they so richly deserve for this interview. Um, and the congressman that was interviewed in regards to this other congressman uh, being given a lot of grief and so forth, uh, certainly did not deserve to be threatened with expulsion. And that's what they're doing with Marjorie Taylor Greene, by the way. Oh, yeah, there's a lot going on that we don't find out about right away. But we're finding out about it, aren't we, folks? And you're going to find out about it and have an opportunity to discuss the matters tonight on this broadcast. You see, Pelosi is behind this one congressman uh, being sought for removal. Another congressman, in defense of his fellow congressman, uh, is speaking out, and OAN got the interview. And I think it's a fantastic interview myself. Uh, believe me when I tell you, I'm impressed. So you're going to hear about that, and I'm going to play that clip for you in its entirety uh, in a little while. Because I want to start with that tonight. And believe me when I tell you, there is one final thing I need to bring up. There are countless thousands, if not maybe, there is one quarter of a million or more to bring up. illegal aliens that are going to receive $1,500 stimulus checks. Now, you folks out there who are American taxpayers, you know, all of us who paid into the system, like myself, uh, I paid into the system for decades, working hard uh, to get the disability money that I receive uh, because I cannot work anymore, which is a shame. Uh, I wish I could. Lord knows there are days when I wish I could because I'd love to get out in the workforce. You know, I'd love to be able to do something, but my legs and my back and, of course, uh, you know, all of the things that I've dealt with health-wise over the years uh, just will not allow it to happen. And the doctors have told me, you're done. But I paid into the system. And it's, you know, money that should not be given to people who don't deserve it. I worked for what I got. I paid into the system for what I get. And do you think for one fucking minute the Democrats give a shit? Hell no. The American, the American people, people do not, do not come, come first. first. And in a Biden administration, or dictatorship I should say, and in a Pelosi-run Congress and a Schumer-run Senate, that's for real. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. 
trend tonight's broadcast all over the world on social media right now, including and not limited to Parlor, MeWe, Gab, just to say a few of the good ones. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for oh, the rest, rest of the of story. story. Now, let's see. Uh, put that up the way it should be. Move over here. Ugh. No matter how many times I comb this mop of mine, it doesn't want to stay. One side always likes to stick out like a sore thumb for some reason. So, I'll fix that. All right. I'll just put on my National Guard chapeau. The military cover that I like to use. You know, it's got the National Guard. It says uh, the, the, the military base I served on, you know, and... I wasn't National Guard. I was New York Guard. But that's beside you, Pray. Uh, and <laughs> I, uh, I saved alongside of him, so there. Hmm. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. It is Thursday night. Some people call it Throwback Thursday. Sometimes I refer to it as Throw-Up Thursday. Hmm. Okay, we'll behave ourselves. Don't want to make people nauseous out there. Especially uh, the lovely Cherokee Rose watching by way of Twitch.tv. And um, um, of course, there is the man from Texas who has his 357 on his side. And tells every person that thinks they're going to home invade him, Are you nuts? I don't think so. So, I'm talking about, of course, my friend Gunslinger, who is uh, in, the, in the Mixler chat room watching tonight. Um, for those of you watching on Trovo, I apologize for the delayed um, hookup there, but unfortunately, due to technical difficulties beyond my control, which I should have checked sooner, I had to take Trovo off the list real fast, put it back on the list real fast, and, well, we're live on Trovo, but, you know, I'll, I'm going to see if I can't upload... Uh, to Trovo later, uh, a, a, a copy of this broadcast, uh, which, by the way, I, am I do record the video just in case there are glitches so that I can at least upload a fresh copy to the, um, uh, the Rumble account. All right. Well, I'm just checking out uh, Twitch right now. That's how I knew Cherokee Rose was watching, because I just went over to the steam, to the stream chat and hit the user in chat button, and it says broadcaster me moderators restream bot restream bot restream 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 bot 
Game over. Oh, sorry, folks. I'm in a. I'm just in a, a good mood tonight, at least for now. We'll see. Uh, also watching on Twitch, Ice Wizards and Trio Perds. Interesting Knicks. Cool. All right. Let me check the phone lines. Oh, no one's called in yet. What? 347-945-5747 is the number to call to join the discussions tonight. And yes, we are definitely live, large and in charge from the newsroom in New York. And having all the fun we can possibly have. Give or take a few seconds. So, what is the the general uh, consensus, um, especially like on, on a local level? Now, the, the reason I bring this up is because um, when I ventured out today to take a stroll, which didn't last long because it's it was it's been raining all day in my neck of the woods, I did bring an umbrella. Made sure of that. But I went out there and I spoke to a few people. You know, just to get a general idea of where people are with this stimulus. And how they feel about illegal aliens receiving the stimulus money. So I spoke to, and I kept a good running total, I spoke to 10 people. All total, 10 people at random. I had my press card around my neck, so they they knew it was you know they knew they knew enough to at least say okay, we'll talk to you. Or are you kidding? Buzz off. So here's the deal. I spoke to ten people, didn't get a single buzz off. So I was very fortunate not, that I wasn't told buzz off because if somebody had said to me buzz off, I would have said. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I talked to these 10 folks, and uh, ranging in age between, I'd say, roughly 25 and uh, the mid-60s. Uh, so, I asked them, the stimulus check that the American people will receive, $1,400, is also being given to people who come into our country across the southern border illegally in violation of immigration law. Do you believe that is that it, they should receive this money? And if so, why? All ten of them. Some were a little more vocal than others. Said, no, they should not receive this money. One lady I spoke to, of the ten people, looked me in the eye and said, Are you fucking retarded? Are they American citizens, or are they coming into our country illegal? I said, uh, first of all, I'm not retarded. I am quite capable. I have a very, very hard-working brain. And she looked at me and said, good, because if you if you would ask me that question one more fucking time, I would have told you where you could shit. I, at that point, I was like, okay, ma'am, just, just tell me 
seriously. Because, you know, I do have a reason for these questions. And I and she goes, yeah, I see you're a journalist. Whoopty. She was very, very vocal about it. She said, these illegal alien motherfuckers don't belong in our country. They shouldn't be getting our money that we paid taxes for. No, they shouldn't be getting shit. If anything, they should be getting a boot in their ass across the border and sent back where they came from. Wow. One guy was a little more reserved. One guy was very reserved, and he just looked at me and said, you know, if you had asked me that question six years ago, seven years ago, I would have said to you, yes. Until I realized that the Democrats were lying to us. That Obama lied to us. That Biden has lied to us. And of course, talking with you know my coworkers and my friends and my family, he said, I talked to all of these folks and they said to me, why would you give away your tax dollars to people who weren't born here and raised here that came here in violation of our laws? He turned around and he, said, he looked me in the eye and he said, pal, it woke me up to reality. Now, guess what? Sometimes it takes a little dose of uh, hard medicine to wake a person up to reality. So those 10 folks that I spoke with, you know, were, were very much against the idea of these, these illegals getting tax dollars. And I cannot believe that there's a person out there who thinks it's a good idea. That thinks it's the most wonderful idea since, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination. But somebody forgot to tell these illegals there's a right way and a wrong way to come into the country. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Uh you know. Wow. Now, Cherokee Rose, watching on Twitch, said, absolutely agree. A boot and sent back. Exactly. Well, let me put it to you like this, folks. I'd I'd be a little more, uh, how shall I put this? A little less reserved and a little more vocal. Hey. You're here illegally? You can't even speak English? Get the fuck out of my country, you son of a bitch. Yo, hey you, you dumb cocksucker. What are you doing? Bring, what are you, fucking stupid? Get the fuck out of here. Get them, you dirty son of a... And I'd be kicking their ass all the way across the Rio Grande, all the way across the southern... As soon as we got to the, to the southern border, I'd take them and I'd physically throw them across the fucking... Uh, border and say, if you try coming back in, I'm going to kick your ass again. 
Now get the fuck out of my country and stay out, you dumb motherfuckers. You want to come here? There's a right way and a wrong way. You just tried the wrong way and got your ass kicked. Now the right way is you apply for citizenship. You can't do that? Stay the fuck out. course i would hope not to be alone people of the southern border states i think it's time we we took back our country i think it's time we set we stood up to 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 these assholes and said fuck this and if the border patrol is being gagged and their hands are tied and everything else i'm not saying do it in a violent way i'm just saying what i would do You know, I, I kick their ass out of here, literally and physically. Because I'm tired of this, and I know you are too. I think it's time people started waking up to the reality that this is an invasion. This is an invasion of our country. Joining me on the phone lines at three four seven nine four five. Five seven four seven is none other than that that wascoey gun owner, gunswinger. <laughs> What's up, gun? Oh, <clears throat> lots of things. My blood pressure because of them damn idiots slithering across the uh, southern border my southern border, because I'm a border state. Texas, you know, is a border state. Um, <clears throat> here's a good question. How how do you... You said we need to kick these son of a bitches out of here by whatever means possible. Well, unfortunately, that's going to take violence. Okay? When you grab somebody by the fucking... by the neck collar and grab them in the ass there and then take your fucking king-size, Texas-size boot and go right across that fucking border that's using violence yeah i i i get <laughs> and that. i don't know if you ever seen a i never i don't know if you ever seen a a, a, a 10 size texas boot they're pretty fucking big <clears throat> they're pretty big you know big tex at the at the uh state fair every time the one that burned that's texas boots right there so yeah <clears throat> and unfortunately this situation is going to call for a somewhat of a violent um, deal because they're not going to go willingly. <laughs> no, of course Are you kidding not. me? They're not going to go willingly. No. So there's no other way, okay, but to use persuasion, okay, mm-hmm. and whatever persuasion that you need to use, okay? Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, there are times when a level of persuasion is good because it works. It works, okay? Um, but if you don't use persuasion, okay, they're going to laugh your ass off, just like every country in the fucking world laughing at, at this country because of dumb fuck in the, in the White House, okay? You know, you, you had a leader in there with President Trump. Now you got a fucking mouse, okay? Yeah, it's and, all a piece of cheese. Yeah, that's, that's it, Okay. 
throw him a piece of cheese and he'll do whatever you want to do your do your dirty bidding and then some you know while president trump would kick your fucking ass and that's the way he's pick supposed to be. That's he'd, what a good leader does. He'd pick you up bodily and say, get the fuck out of my office. Huh? You're fired. You're fired. Get the fuck out of here. Even if you okay. didn't work for so him, he'd fire there you. There you have it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's your difference right there between a please, please go away, or I'm going to whoop your ass. And you're gonna kick your ass out, okay? That's what's wrong with the left. They they embrace this. I don't know what you call it. This this crazy mental fucked up attitude that they think that well, if I say please, you'll do. Just like if you go and ask a criminal, please don't break into my house. Please, Mister Criminal, don't break into my house. That's very naughty. Uh, that wouldn't work too good, Mr. Criminal. On the other hand, me, I would say, you break into my house, you're going to go to the morgue with a body tag with a body tag on, okay? The 357 style. That's fine. Gunslinger, there's one you know? thing, though. If, if, by the time you get the words, please don't break into my house, before you even get please don't, that home invader could have could, could put a bullet between your eyes. And and not care, just like our our the, just like the well, Democrats yeah. don't care. Yeah, well, or, or, am I, or, or, I, or am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Yeah, you absolutely you're, you're absolutely one hundred percent correct. Yeah, just like that uh, that thing that I read last night. Okay, I mean that's that's stupid. Okay, you cannot sit there and. In today's world, not be extremely cautious. Even when you open your fucking door, somebody knocks on your door that you can't see or you don't you don't know who they are, and you've got to take that as a threat until you ID the person, and that person becomes a non-threat. I don't care who it is; you could be your best friend. If you can't see who that is, that best friend is a threat. Okay, until you identify, hey, you know, hey, hey, George, yeah, come on in, and I put my weapon in my in my holster. Okay, no problem. But you know, all they have to do is see you there, especially when women are concerned. You know, women or woman opens the door or whatever. Unfortunately, they can fall for some. You know, oh, I need to use a phone. I need to, my car broke down. Oh, my car's on fire. Can you? Uh, you know, blah 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 blah. You've heard it. Okay. You know, it's just the same thing as these clowns that dress up like cops and put some flashy lights in the in the in, you know in the grill of the car, pull over women and rape them. I mean, that hasn't happened because it has. Okay, it's the same thing. Okay, whether that or the southern border or whatever, you cannot let your guard down. These fuckers are letting their fucking guard down, and the only way to put the guard back up. Is use violence and throw these motherfuckers out. Go ahead. Now, I will say this for the record. What I would do, when I say I would boot their ass across the border, I, I will say categorically, yeah, I would probably do it literally. Probably get arrested for my trouble. But I guarantee... 
I will I will make sure that they, these that at least one gets put back across the border and told you try coming back your ass is grass and the American people are the lawnmower. Now tell me you don't understand a word I'm saying. Somebody translate it for him so he understands. And of course I'd probably end up in jail. But I'd rather go to jail for defending my country than sitting on the sidelines and do nothing. And that's what these Democrats are doing. They're sitting, they're sitting there allowing it and allowing it and allowing it. Yes, America was known as the, is known as the great American melting pot. Statue of Liberty Back in the days of Ellis Island, welcomed immigrants. People who wanted to come here, the you know, and came through Ellis Island and, and did everything the right way and did everything the proper way. But when you've got people that want to cross our borders like they're doing, and I just found out, well, I'll tell you what. The interview that, oh, excuse me, wow. Now that's just not fair, getting the hiccups. Sheesh. I've got a clip here I'm going to play. They do talk about the border and stuff in it, but, because you know, I, I, I want to get to this clip, because I did say I'd play it uh, not too long after my talking points. And it has to do with a congressman that Pelosi wants out. A congressman, a, a member of Congress that won their seat by six votes. Because they want, she wants one of, she wants the person who, I guess, lost the election to take that seat. That's my guess, anyway. I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, let me see here. Now, Representative Cawthorn is the, uh, is the, the, the congressman that was interviewed. Now, he's sounding off about Pelosi's attempt to unseat Someone named Miller Meeks. And they also talk about the border crisis in this clip. So it's going to cover two items. And I like the way this congressman... I, I, I viewed the clip... Oh, wow, I can talk. Let me try that again. <laughs> I was watching the clip before... Uh, uh, and before I went on the air. And I think you'll find this, this clip very, very interesting indeed. So Gunslinger... Take a good listen to this. Uh, that is, of course, if I can uh, make sure all the all the audio is set proper and everything else. Okay. Uh, just adjust it down here a little bit. Okay. Now. Here goes nothing. 
Again, this is uh, an interview done by One American News, and like I said in my talking points, this interview was dead. I think it was done very well. Here goes. Congressman Madison Cawthorn is sounding off on the latest Democrat push to unseat an elected Republican member of Congress. He sits down with One America's Jack Posobiec. All right, we're very excited to be sitting here with Congressman Madison Cawthorn right in your palatial office here on Capitol Hill. Congressman, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Well, Jack, you know, I got to tell you, it's a real honor because you're actually the first sit-down interview we've done since we've been here in Washington, D.C. I mean, they, they always, just because of COVID-19, they've had us going through a Skype screen. So it's an honor to get to be with you in person. I, I will take that risk, Congressman. You know, you're hard to kill from what I understand. <laughs> They've Many have tried. Um, but I wanted to get into a few things, and really the, what I wanted to get into, not even is so much an issue with, with you, but one of your fellow uh, members of Congress who is facing potential unseating. Do I have that correctly? What is unseating to, uh, to begin with? Oh, now, the reason you have never heard of this, because it hasn't happened, I believe, over 120 years. So Dr. Marionette Miller-Meeks, uh, she's a representative from Iowa. She's one of my freshman colleagues. Incredible woman. She's, a, she's brilliant. I call her landslide because she won by six votes. Now, obviously, this being so close, they had a recount. They had a bipartisan canvassing of every single ballot. Uh, then when she came here, the Secretary of State gave her the, uh, the, the certificate of election in her state in Iowa that says the governor recognized that you got, were elected and you represent this district. She then came here as a people's representative of Iowa. And now Nancy Pelosi and her uh, uh, Democratic opponent, who I believe his name is Hart, but don't worry about the name because she won't be here for very long. Uh, she is now trying to bypass all of the court systems in Iowa, come to Washington, D.C., have Nancy Pelosi go to the House Administration Committee. See how technical this is getting. And then have them unseat Marionette Miller-Meeks and then put this Democrat who lost an election fair and square on the House floor and make her a representative. Now, get this. We were called insurrectionists for even raising the question of voter integrity. But now these people, the Democrats, are literally trying to unseat somebody who's duly elected by the people of Iowa to represent them, has already been here voting, and now is trying to say, oh, none of that counts, that you're just going to be thrown out. Now, are they arguing any of those voter integrity issues in this case? What, what exactly is their argument here? Their argument is that it's just so close, you know, really, how can we tell? And, and their, their argument is so ambiguous, I can barely even explain it. Uh, we're waiting to have this trial come up in the House Committee on the administration to really understand. But Nancy Pelosi keeps playing this very close to the vet. She's just playing politics. She knows she really only has four votes on some of her really intense bills, so she's trying to get that increased to five. And I got to tell you, Marionette Miller-Meeks is a true patriot, a true conservative. I understand why Nancy Pelosi wants her gone, because she's a badass. Now, uh, correct me if I have my procedure wrong here, but if Meeks is currently serving as a member... Doesn't that mean that Nancy Pelosi was the one that sat her? Oh, you're, you're absolutely correct, Jack. This is why it doesn't make any sense. So Pelosi sat her. Now she's coming back. She wants to unseat her because essentially she wants another vote in Congress. Exactly. Six Iowans were the people who made the difference to let Marionette Miller beat, beat her Democrat socialist opponent Hart so she can come here. Now there's six votes on the House Administration Committee that are Democrat. Nancy Pelosi wants those six votes of people in Washington, D.C. who are not from Iowa to be more meaningful than the votes of the six people who put Marionette Miller-Meeks here in Washington. It's the complete opposite of how it's supposed to be. It's insane. If we set this precedent, we start going down a very dangerous road. So I want to ask you as well about the situation at the border. Joe Biden, our president, refuses to call this a crisis. However, the Secretary of Homeland Security has sent FEMA down. So I'm confused. If FEMA is our disaster management agency, 
then why are they going if it's not a disaster? We send FEMA when there is an emergency. You know, I've started calling this Biden's border crisis, but really it's Biden's border blaze because we are, our, our, our borders of our country are literally on fire. Our immigration policy of just catch and release, say, hey, you get over here, we'll then let you go into the heartland of our country. It doesn't make any sense. It's going to destroy the very fabric of our nation. Our infrastructure won't be able to handle this. And really, Jack, I got to ask, you've served overseas. You know what it's like in a lot of these countries. What is a country that has no borders that allows anybody in? Well, I mean, you've got a failed state. You've got you've got something like Somalia right there where there's no real borders. There's no one checking who's coming in, who's coming out. We cannot have that for our country. We're supposed to pass off a, a country that is better than the one we have now to the next generation. But if we let our borders go away, we the rule of law just fall by the wayside, we're going to lose everything that people have fought for for 244 years. I saw you had an interesting graphic on Twitter where you actually walked through how it was those executive orders that Biden was putting out the memos that he was rescinding, how he rolled back President Trump's uh, policies. And now it's interesting because Biden is turning around and saying, oh, we inherited this from Trump because I don't remember this going on when Trump was still in office. Oh, it was. And I mean, let's even go back to Obama, really the prince of the Democrats. Uh, in his administration, they said if there were just 1,000 illegal immigrants crossing our border today, then it would be a national emergency. And at that time, there were maybe 100, 200 that we were being able to monitor. Right now, Jack, it is estimated there's over 6,000 people crossing our border every single day. We're going to add a quarter of a million illegal immigrants to our illegal immigrant population by the end of the year. Uh, this is something that just cannot continue going on. And it's very clear. If you, I mean, there's been actual people going down and interviewing these immigrants who are coming across, and they're saying, oh, well, we're just wanting Joe Biden to keep his commitment to us. His commitment to immigrants who aren't even from our country, who are not even coming here through a legal process, his commitment is to the people of the United States of America. And I don't think we should be letting any illegal immigrants, I don't think we should be letting any immigrants in, except for ones that we desperately need, until all of our veterans, people like yourself, the ones who are homeless and do not have a job, until they all have a stable life. That's when I think we, should, we can start looking outwards. And bottom line, does this seem to be something, a, a problem of Joe Biden's own creation? Oh, it absolutely is. Joe Biden manufactured this crisis. He thinks that a country that has no borders is really this part of this global uh, national pride where the, all these globalists want the entire world just to be under one government. Uh, I think this is just a step towards that. It's, it's starting to blur the lines of what borders truly are. Madison Cawthorn from the great state of North Carolina. Thank you so much for sitting out with us. One Jack, it means a lot, bro. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> all right and gunslinger dropped and we have him back i hope uh i guess i gather you missed yeah. the, the the last part of that no it, I, it, it dropped just a few seconds before before that it finished i i heard it yeah all right so based on what you heard your thoughts well, I, it sounds like it was pretty close. I mean, it if the person that won I, does the right thing, hopefully they will. But you know, they don't want you doing the right thing. They want to get their people in. Okay, they don't want an honest person, a conservative, okay, to win because they're too good. They want these evil doing rotten son of a bitches like runs these major cities like, you know, Washington and, you know, D Detroit and all these others where they had these these rights and everything that the mayor and everything, Democrats, by the way, and the governor, Democrat, by the way, 
sit there and let the city burn. That's the type that they want. Okay. They, you know, they can't get along with, oh, yeah, let's send in the National Guard. Let's stop this shit. Oh, wait a minute. Trump did that. And he put it down in, what, <laughs> less than an hour. <laughs> so don't tell me it can't be done because it can. But see, that's that's the mentality that these people have. They're 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 insane. They're they're nuts. They're lunacies, lunatics. I mean, and look at look at what they look at what they want, and look at what they do. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's 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 the insanity of all this. You know that that really gets me. It's it's just plain lunacy, and I don't know. But add insult to injury, okay? You know, they, they want to add, they want these illegals to get uh, stimulus checks, okay? And Senator Ted Cruz, uh, wow. You, 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 I, wait till you hear this clip. You're going to, I think you're going to find this uh, really interesting because uh, Senator Cruz called out Senator Dick Durbin for failing to apologize for calling him a liar on the issue of $1,400 checks being sent to undocumented immigrants, uh, basically illegal aliens. You know, I, I was like, uh-oh. So take a listen to this. And I'll tell you right now, folks, I'll tell you right now, between you, me, and the lamppost, I firmly believe that uh, Senator Cruz nailed it. He really did. Um, so let's see here. All right. Try and get this all set up here. Here goes nothing. It is clear and indisputable that a significant number of illegal immigrants will receive checks and are receiving checks right now. All 100 members of this body were misinformed by the Democratic senator that no illegal aliens would receive fact checks, or would receive, rather, checks under the, uh, stimulus checks. So I want to give my colleagues a chance to adopt the amendment now with the correct information, with the true information, with the factual information. And I would note as well, in these deeply partisan times, it's easy for Republicans to throw insults at Democrats. It's easy for Democrats to throw insults at, at Republicans. Far too much of that occurs. The senator from Illinois, who is a friend who I've served with for nine years, is a talented senator. I am not here suggesting that when he stood up and spoke on the Senate floor and said things that were absolutely false, that he did so knowingly and maliciously. I would certainly give the senator from Illinois the benefit of the doubt that he was in error rather than deliberately misstating facts. But the facts are now clear. We have a rule in this body, Rule 19, to 
reprimand any senator who impugns the, the character integrity of another senator. I'm not going to seek refuge in that rule, although I think there's an argument that I could. But I will say this, that once the facts have been made clear, I hope my friend from Illinois will show the same principle Newsweek showed to apologize, to say he was wrong and he's sorry for calling me a liar on the Senate floor and then going to Twitter to do so twice. Now, I'll tell you what, between you, me, and the four winds, and that lamppost you don't see, uh, bar none, the man is spot on. The man was spot freaking on. Gunslinger, you heard what Senator Cruz said. I'd like to hear what you have to say on it. Well... Yeah, he will. He's absolutely correct. I mean, he nailed it on the on the head there. I mean, these people, you know, Cruz is he put he doesn't beat around the bush. I mean, and I I'd say I would have told the damn son bitch the same thing. I mean, sorry, the truth hurts, doesn't it? You know, get over it. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely correct. Go ahead. Well. You heard, <laughs> try again, George. Here's basically what it comes down to uh, from, uh, from, the, from One American News on this. Now, of course, we heard what Senator Cruz said, uh, saying that Joe Biden has squandered, this is what Ted said, this is what Ted Cruz said, Joe Biden has squandered U.S. national wealth by giving $1,400 stimulus checks to illegal aliens. Democrat media attempted to fact-check or censor Cruz by saying illegals couldn't get stimulus checks because they do not have a Social Security number. However, immigration officials refuted Democrat falsehoods that said many illegals who have overstayed their visas actually do possess social security numbers and are in fact eligible for IRS payments. So what gets me is, you know, the Democrats are lying to everyone left and right, and they're getting caught in their lies. Okay. There's no way that an illegal alien is going to have their own social security number. Now they might have, Stolen identity information, which includes a social security number, belonging to someone here in America. And that's been proven to have happened ad infinitum. But guess what? If the Democrats are being, uh, are being hit by immigration officials... Because they've told lies. You know, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's, and, it's, and you know something? I, I find it rare. I find it rare for even the immigration officials to turn around and 
state that they were wrong, that they lied. I find it refreshing, but I find it interesting that they did that to the Democrats. Something tells me those, those same officials, when they're found out, when it's found out who they are, I can almost guarantee they're going to be out of a job and someone will be brought in to replace them. And if you think I'm kidding, folks, <laughs> trust me. Remember what was said about Nancy Pelosi and what she wanted to do, what she wants to do with this Congress member that she seated. Now all of a sudden she wants to get that person tossed out so she can bring in her own. <laughs> yeah. Democrats will lie, cheat, and it's proven they will steal. Notice, notice I refer to the 2020 election. They stole that too. So they're willing to lie, cheat, steal, and play the extortion game. I wonder when is it, when is America going to finally wake up and realize that they've been lied to by the Democrats, by the Democrat-led mainstream media? Ugh, telling you, gun. It's my, my stomach is doing major league somersaults because there are people out there that are naive enough to think that the mainstream media is telling them the truth and that the Democrats can do no wrong. They can't. No, they didn't lie to us. No, that's that's just that's just a lie. <clears throat> but there are people out there that that are like well, I know what we can do. I got the perfect uh, thing that what we can sick on these Democrats, which will which will show them really good. Look in the FFNO. This is a perfect gift for your local screwball Democrats, especially the ones in the White House. They'll love this one. <laughs> and there again, it goes that uh, you, you. I said that everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> Get a load of this thing. Or I will as soon as it opens up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Ever since Facebook switched to this uh, this this uh, cell phone style interface, it has been a it has been a really uh, really a big pain in the ass. Uh, let me see here. Come on, open Sesame. Oh, gunslinger! I, I I do believe this would make a perfect gift for Democrats. Let me see if I can. I think you like that. I like it. I like it. Let me I like see it if I can. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can show this here. There and trust go. me, that is a real that is a real hornet's nest. I've seen small ones, okay, and that's exactly what I, that's exactly what they look like. You don't want to look at it. You don't want to, you don't want to find this thing up close. Any size for that matter. Because them hornets are some mean little bastards, let me tell you. You don't want to fuck or have dealt with fucking uh, a hornet. I don't know if you got them up there in New York, but they are some mean little bastards. Ooh, let me tell mm. you. Oh, I'm, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Folks, this is what Gunslinger is talking about. Now, that is one big... I've seen hornet's nests, but I've never seen one that big. 
Good grief, that looks like a missile. It, it looks like it looks like nature's mm -hmm. missile. <laughs> it is loaded with stingers, too. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh by the way, Gunslinger, Iggy Mom has joined us by way of twitch.tv and says hello to both of us. Hello, Iggy. How you doing, Iggy? Yo, yo, uh, yeah, but I mean, I mean, you look at this thing, and 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 looking at this, honestly, I, you know, I gotta say, that'd make a that would be a perfect gift for the Democrats, absolutely. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it would it would be cruel and in, cruel and inhuman punishment for the Hornets, but you know, oh well. <laughs> Not, not gonna, not gonna sit there and say we didn't warn you, dumbass Democrats. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. uh, that's wow. <laughs> that's that's good, gun. I I like that. That that, that really, uh, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Very very interesting. Like I said, that's one big hawk and hornet's nest. Uh, 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 yeah, you, I mean, you look at this thing, and I'll show it one more time. You know, take a look at this thing, folks. Take a good look at this. Look at that up and down. That's, you know, I look at this thing, and I, I think to myself, you know, something like this. Yeah, wrap it up in wrap it up in paper, real nice. Don't get stung. Have it shipped mm -hmm. off to them. Hope they don't buzz or anything to set, you know, to to make it suspicious. And then the hopefully it lands in Pelosi's office. She opens that sucker up and, oops. I know I'm being mean. I'm being terrible. I'm being ruthless. But hey, <clears throat> perfect gift oh. for Democrats. I agree. God, that's well. Nice. You have to. You have to. You got to have something mean, George, because if you deliver this thing to Pelosi and they come out of that thing, man, you got to be mean just to just to just to put up with that bitch, or you tuck tails and run. So you got to have a mean hornet, you know, to go after it. You know, the only thing that'd work. <laughs> got to be yeah. mean and green. <laughs> I mean, isn't she isn't she the Democrats' version of the Queen of Mean? Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, okay. Now, I'll I'll tell you something, pal. Between you, me, and the four winds, and that lamppost that you do not see, I like that. I like. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. <laughs> yes, folks. I'm. I'm definitely in a rare mood tonight. Marjorie Taylor Greene is facing expulsion threat by the Democrats. Yeah, unfortunately, this this gal is not get is not getting a clear break. Okay. Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene will face an attempt by Democrats to remove her from the House of Representatives on Friday. When California Representative Jimmy Gomez from Eastern Los Angeles 
plans to introduce a measure to expel her for social media posts. Gomez claims Taylor Greene previously supported social media posts calling for political violence against the Speaker of the House. Members of Congress and Barack Obama. Democrats, in an overwhelmingly party-line vote, stripped Taylor Greene, a first-year member of the House of Representatives, representing Georgia's 14th Congressional District in the northwest corner of the state, of her committee assignments in early February for the same reason. Taylor Greene condemned the effort as well as a move by Democrats to possibly overturn a race in Iowa by congressional action. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi sent Marinette Miller-Meeks, uh, which you heard about in, that, in, in an interview played here just a, a little while ago, uh, six-vote victory over Democrat Rita Hart, who did not contest the election results in a court to the House Administration Committee for consideration. There is nothing more threatening to Democrats than strong Republican women, Green said in a statement to Fox News Channel. Democrats are trying to overturn the will of the American people who voted for both myself and Congresswoman Miller Meeks. This is a continuation of the House Democrats' war on women. Gomez would require at least 72 Republicans to vote for expulsion if every Democrat voted for the measure since it requires a two-thirds vote to remove a member of Congress. Democrats have made Taylor Greene a focus of their push to delegitimize Republicans, citing her as one of the House members who objected to certifying the presidential election results, claiming it incited insurrection. They denied her committee assignments based on her liking posts, such as one that said, a bullet to the head would be quicker to remove Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Such advocacy for extremism and sedition not only demands her immediate expulsion from Congress, but it also merits strong and clear condemnation from all of her Republican colleagues, Gomez said. Her very presence in office represents a direct threat against the elected officials and staff who serve our government. Okay, first of all, okay, there are Democrats who have liked threats that were thrown out against Donald Trump. President Trump had had threats on, on his person. Democrats liked those, and yet nobody said shit to that. Oh, no. They didn't say shit to that. But yet, I mean, okay, first of all, do you really think anybody is, is going to be stupid enough to try? Okay, listen. 
posting stuff like that on social media is not wise at all. And, and, and you know something? I would, I would think that the person who posted that got their account yanked. All right? Because they throw Gunslinger in Facebook jail for harmless comments. Why, why would they not do the same to, well, that's a liberal site, so uh, yeah, maybe there's a, a bit to think about there. But look, they're not going to get 72 Republicans to vote for expulsion. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And if 72 Republicans vote, to ex- for, vote for expulsion then those 72 Republicans need to reevaluate their values and their commitment to the American people and the constituents they serve. Because bottom line, I've seen Democrats do worse shit. How about when Joe Biden, then the alleged vice president, extorted a foreign country whose prosecutor was was investigating a company, uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah, Burisma Holdings. And I believe Hunter Biden was on the board of directors for that. So what did Joe Biden do? He extorted Ukraine by telling them, you're not going to get the billion dollars unless you fire the prosecutor. Well, son of a bitch. They fired him. Now, of course, Ukraine did tell Biden he can't do that. He's not the president. But he still extorted them anyway, but nobody said shit about that. So a man like Joe Biden can commit to and get away with extortion, and yet... She, okay, she liked the post that she, that she happened to like. I'm beginning to wonder if, there's, if the double standard of the Democrats is we can do what we want, but, you can, but all you conservatives and Republicans and, and everything, no, 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 you can't do that. It's against the law. No one is above the law, except us Democrats. That's the impression I'm getting from all this shit. Gunslinger, talk to me, man. What do you What do you say to this? And by the way, the, the story I just read came from Newsmax, uh, because it did mention uh, a, a, a part in there about Fox News. So just to let you know, this was from Newsmax. And they wrote the story themselves. So, go ahead, Gunn. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) these people, they are above the law. They obviously are. Because I've said it, and I've said it a zillion times, if the real law was to be enforced, and it's still there, it's called common law, never did go away, they didn't do away with it. They can't do away with it because it's part of the Constitution. Okay. 
if they was to enforce the common law, because they're using corporate law now, that's how they get away with all this shit. A corporation protects you from anything. That's why people generally go into in, into corporations, you know, the, their business to be incorporated. Because if the business was to fail, then they couldn't really go after the person that's standing behind the corporation. Haven't you ever heard of LLC? Limited Liability Corporation. <laughs> I go look it up because it's there. All right. So that's how they could get away with this shit. Easy. Okay. So yeah, I mean it doesn't doesn't surprise me. They do think they're above the law. Well, at at this point, to this point, they are above the law. Didn't they steal the election from President Trump? Wasn't that illegal? What they did? You had the videotapes. You had the the every you had you had the the mountain of evidence that look that would make Pikes Peak, which is fourteen thousand four hundred feet. Above sea level, by the way, because I know I've been up on top of it one time. It looks like a fucking anthill, okay, compared to the evidence that they had. And we know it, that that it, they, they did what they did. So, yeah, they're above the law. But if you do it, <laughs> they'll put you, man, they will put you on, oh, man, they will put you so far in the ground that you'll never be able to dig your way out. Go ahead. <clears throat> Audio, audio. There we go. I, 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 I had. I, I apparently I slid the wrong fader. The. I've been thinking and about this question. It faded you to black. Huh? And it faded you to black. Well, it faded my audio, <laughs> which is almost the same thing, really, isn't it? People were sitting there watching my lips move, but didn't hear anything coming out. No, I did not have laryngitis, folks. Trust me. I just goofed and hit the wrong fader. I boo-booed. It happens. It's live broadcasting. What do you want? Look, I've been meaning to ask this question for a long time now. now we talk about America as a corporation. You know, people talk about America being a corporation. Okay, but I'd like to see where on the Constitution it talks about limited liability corporation. Can someone point that out to me? Where in the Constitution are we? Does it say anything about limited liability corporation or LLC? That America is that. They didn't have limited liability corporations when this country was founded. Okay, it would have had to have happened the day the Constitution was signed, not after the fact, not ten years, not twenty years, not fifty years, not a hundred years, and yet everybody keeps calling it a corporation. So I did a little a little digging and found that there is no LLC incorporation papers as part of the Constitution which is the founding document for the founding of this nation. Well, one of the I founding I didn't say documents. that the Constitution 
was a, I didn't say that it goes all the way back to the I, I understand that. I, I said common. I said common law goes back to the Constitution. That's the true law. Okay, they put this incorporated bullshit. I don't know what 50, 60, 70 years ago, something like that. That's when that came in. So at that point, from that point to today, that's where they're using the corporate, the corporate law. Okay. But the real law is still there. They just don't use it anymore. Try to go and find a fucking constitutional court in this country. Okay. I dare you. So if I had a million dollars, when I, when I, would, I look I up would, the incorporation papers on, for America, there are none. You're not going to find it on that. They're not going to advertise it. Just seeing all this other shit really does not disclose what they're doing. Okay. She's not going to tell you why the troops are still surrounding D.C. with the razor wire and all that shit. Has she said that? Has she come out and said that? No. Uh, Gunslinger, you're missing. You're missing. Is, you're missing what is, I'm. You're is, missing the point of what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about the Democrats saying anything. Okay. Incorporation papers have to be filed. Okay? They have to be filed. And it has to be on a matter of public record. So where is the public record on this? Where are the documents? That's what I'm that's that's what I'm talking about. There's no there's there's no incorporation papers or documentation. Uh, in the Library of Congress, because that's where that's where some of those documents could be found. Also, with incorporate with, with the agencies that handle incorporation. Okay. So there's there's no documentation, no written incorporation paperwork. But yet everybody calls calls America a corporation or using corporate law. They may be using corporate law. But if 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 that if if that's if that's what's happening, when are the when are the people who know better going to stop it? When are the people that know better going to put the brakes on it once and for all? And the crickets are, are are being heard. That's see. This is what I'm talking about. Nobody, everybody talks about it, but nobody knows. Nobody knows 100% certain where the incorporation papers can be found. So obviously, um, if they're if they're allegedly using uh, corporate law. Somebody needs to, to to take to take them to task. Has anyone tried that yet? Has anyone stood on the floor of the Senate or the floor of the Congress and said, you know, the laws you're 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 using are are corporation laws? What about the laws of of, of the United States, as as made by the Constitution of the United States? Well, for that matter, why hasn't the same person or persons stood up and said, hey, what about the Second Amendment? 
Uh, that would be in the Constitution, would it not? It. It's in the Constitution. When you yeah, talk, when I, when I said the Constitution, I meant everything from from First Amendment right on through, everything, every single. Well, what, yeah, whatever. But you're just saying. I was just saying that you said the person would stand up. Well, nobody stood up for the Second Amendment. You know, I just brought up the Second Amendment because I like guns. Nobody well, has stood up and tried to do anything about. Yeah, by the the New York Safe Act. Why hasn't somebody stood up and challenged them and took them to fucking task? There's a fucking question. <laughs> because or are they? <laughs> well, here's the thing: we don't have any rep, any Republican representation that I, I'm at least I'm, I'm not aware of. And if there is a Republican senator from New York, if there is a Republican congressman from New York. I'd like to know why they haven't said anything. Because they would be the ones to speak up about it. Okay? The bottom line is... You would think? It takes courage to stand up and, and speak out. It takes courage. And I don't care whether they're Democrat or Republican... If they lack the testicular, the, the, the testicular fortitude to stand up and, 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 and speak up when there's an injustice being done to the American people and is willing to, to do whatever it takes to fight the good fight and say, no, we need to, this needs to change. This needs, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. And this needs to be done. And go to their colleagues, regardless of what side of the aisle they're on, and say, look, you're sitting there you know, talking about gun control and everything else, what about the constitutional rights? Why are you, why are you so quick to take them away from, from the American people or curb them or infringe upon them or whatever it is you're trying to do to them? See, it takes courage. All right? That congressman that we heard in the interview earlier, Okay? That congressman, he's in a wheelchair, okay? So figuratively speaking, he could stand, he'll stand, I'm sure he's, 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 he's a man of courage. He will stand up for people, but he's only one man. He needs the backing of his party. He needs the backing of his fellow Republicans to stop an injustice from happening. And I think he'll get that. But in order to, to stand up and fight the good fight against all the injustices that the Democrats are putting against the American people constantly on a daily basis, it's going to take, well, excuse me for saying it like this, but it's going to take people with a set of brass balls the size of fucking, the size of mountains to, go, to stand up there and tell these Democrat fuckheads where they can go shit in their hat, where they can go piss in the wind to avoid getting the piss slapped in their face. I have yet to see that happen. And that's bottom line. There is no... If there's courage among Republicans, it better show up soon. If they've got brass balls the size of grapefruits, they better start, they better start using them. Because I'm tired. I am sick and tired of the daily grind 
of hearing Democrats telling us what we the people want. That's their way of saying, this is what we want, this is our agenda, this is what we're going to do, and the American people haven't got a leg to stand on, and we don't give a fuck what they say. You know, August will be three years when I got my rifle. I'm not giving up my fucking rifle for anybody. They can kiss my sorry ass. But the Democrats want to turn us in, turn, turn all, a lot of us into criminals. Well, by God, I'm getting tired of it. So the Republicans in the Congress and the Senate better stand up and start really making noise. Otherwise, they're just as useless as a rubber crutch. Men and women have fought, bled, and died for this country to protect those constitutional rights that we, that we try to hold so dear and close to the vest. But if politicians are going to sit there and let them get whittled away at a little at a time, then they're just as useless as all unholy hell. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, that would be totally useless. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm telling you that, like I said, wherever it's found, it's found somewhere. That's the only reason that they can get away with what they're doing is by using the corporate law, okay? Wherever it's found, okay? I'm telling you this exactly the, the why, because if they were not using it, there would be people... Well, they'd be blowing in the wind on trees, okay? Because that's what the common law dictates. That's where that that penalty for treason comes from. It came from the common law, okay? That's what the founding fathers set up. They didn't. It wasn't incorporated back then. That's what the, that the, that was the law of the land. Okay, it still is. And so that, if they, by the way, treason, they, the penalty for treason has not been removed from from the from the books. It's still on. It's no, still. It it's still removed. the law. It's they still just, the legal yeah. prescribed method. It is, yeah. But like I said, if if they were using it, they're not using it. Yeah, it's there. Sure. No it's one's been charged right with treason. For them to use. When was the last and time somebody got charged, charged with treason, treason in this country? And did the penalty? I mean. Under the common law, oh, shit, I have no idea. Probably a hundred years. I don't know. It's been a long time. I don't, it, it's nothing recent. Now they may have been people charged recently with treason, but they they don't get the penalty what it really prescribes, and that's the that's the swinging in the tree, like the, like the founding fathers set it up. I didn't set some bitch up. They did, okay, and they was right. Because that's the most heinous thing that you could do to one's country is to be a treasonist against your own country. And you should pay the ultimate penalty for it. And that's the tree situation. Okay? So it's there. And it's still the, the, it's still a law today. But remember when you go into these fucking judges, okay, they're on the take anyway. 
well, that's that's the old law. We don't we don't we don't use the old law. We use this new law. What's the new law? Corporate law. Haven't you ever been in court before? I know I have. That's exactly. I have one judge. Yeah, I've been in that. court before. We don't use that. I, partner, I, I'll tell you yeah. what. You've heard me talk about this. From back, I used to sit in court in the courtroom when I was a teenager. Okay, Judge Robert Sterling, may he rest in peace, was a friend of the family, and I would sit in his, every time he was he was on the bench. I made sure I got to sit in that courtroom. And I sat and I, I watched him do his thing. I would sit in the law library at the Peekskill Field Library every day after school and every day during the summer. Mostly because it, w- it was air conditioned and I, you know, it was a nice cool place to sit. But for the most part, I went there to read law books. How many teenagers... 12, 13, and 14 years old go in and read law books. How many do you know actually do that? Okay? I did. I read the supplements. A group of lawyers were in that law library one day and they saw me sitting there with law books in front of my face. And one of them challenged me on a particular item in the one of the law books. <laughs> of course, it's been decades since I thought about what that what that law was that he challenged me on. But I can safely say that at the time, this much I do remember well, I surprised the fuck out of every lawyer sitting there. There were about four or five of them, and I surprised the shit out of them. When I showed that I, I not only could read it, I could understand it. They were shocked as shit. Judge Sterling, before he passed away, encouraged me to go to law school if I could. I hadn't thought about that in years. But Judge Sterling was, you know, was a nice man. He he encouraged me to continue my education. So yeah, I believe me, I understand where, where the the way the court system works. I faced the court system for a misdemeanor charge once. The first and only time in my life that I was ever arrested. And I was very fortunate because the judge, you know, saw that, I, you know, it was my first time being arrested, that, you know, that, you know, what happened, you know, I truly never meant to have happen. So I got very, she gave me the, the, the nicest way out possible. Six months ACD, kept my, if I kept my nose clean, my record was completely expunged, and it was expunged. Because in order to join the New York Guard, they had to put me through a background check. And it never came up. When I bought my rifle, it never came up. So, I've been blessed. 
and very fortunate. Of course, I keep my nose clean, and thats I don't mean just blowing my nose either. I watch what I say, I watch what I do, because I know that if I'm not careful, I say one thing that comes off as a, as a viable threat, my ass is grass and the legal system will be the lawnmower. If I do anything that violates the law, I am in deep shit. So I have to be careful. Every single day. As we all do. None of us wants to break the law. We don't wake up. We didn't wake up one morning and say, you know what? I want I think I'll break the law today. So I don't know what to do. I don't know quite how to say this, but there are folks out there that break the law and don't even know they're breaking the law. How many townships in America actually enforce giving someone a ticket for jaywalking? Think about that. People jaywalk every day. Nobody thinks about it. They don't even think, they don't even realize they're breaking the law when they do it. But they do it. Now, as to the last person okay, as to the last person who was tried and convicted for treason. Now, let's see here. Trying to find it here. Bear with me. Tomia Kawakita was sentenced to death for treason in 1952, but eventually released by President John F. Kennedy to be deported back to Japan. Okay. 1952 was the last time somebody was sentenced to death for treason. Now I'm looking through the list of people and so far I have I have yet to see any person that was actually that actually had the sentence carried out where they, and by the way, on the law books, ladies and gentlemen, the sentence for treason is hanging by the neck until dead. Okay? Just so you're aware of this. But so far, I have not seen in this whole big list of people that have been either indicted or tried and convicted anyone that was actually that actually faced it well wait a minute oh i stand corrected mary starrett mary mary surratt convicted of treason and hanged for conspiracy for conspiring in the assassination of abraham lincoln 
1865. That was the that apparently that's the that, by the looks of it that's the last time anyone faced that severe penalty for treason. Nope, there's another one. I just put it in Google. When was the last person hung for treason in the United States? William Bruce Mumford, 1862, for tearing down a United States flag during the American. I said Civil the War. last person, the last person that was that was that was that was hanged for for treason, and that was Mary Solomon. Yeah, this one was executed. No, this one here was executed for treason too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the yeah. last person executed for treason. The yeah. last person, well, according to this said, list, last... is Mary Surratt, 1865. In connection with the assassination of <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. According, according to this one here, the, I'll read it to you verbatim. Only one person has ever been executed for treason against the federal government. William Bruce Mumford, who was convicted of treason and hanged in 1862 for tearing down a United States flag during the American Civil War. I'm looking at Google right now. I'm reading right okay. on the screen. I don't, I don't the, know. Convi <laughs> it, 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 the conviction for treason and it, 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 the reason for their conviction is what they're stating also. So, here, are you looking at it from Wikipedia? I just put in Google when was the last person hung for treason in the United States, and this one popped up first. First one, and this is from Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg. Treason laws Wikipedia. in the United States. Yeah, and look look at the name Wikipedia. after after Mumford, Mary Surratt, isn't it? Read that one. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the last one, but I don't know. That's what uh, I. <laughs> See, I know when I, I knew oh, I was I was stating no, it, no. and I was saying it right. No, it, why everybody it, always picks on me when I person. do it right? Well, this one mine says the only person that means one. So if there's obviously more than one with the one you're reading, so there must have been more than one that was hanged for treason against the against the federal government. Yeah, there was more than one hanged for treason, but the last person. Actually, hanged for treason. The last person was Mary Surratt. She was hanged for conspiring for, and as it says here, because yeah, because William Bruce Mumford, uh, convicted of treason and hanged in 1862 for tearing down the United States flag during the American Civil War. Okay, then right after his name. Okay was Mary Surratt, who was convicted of treason and hanged for conspiring in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln in 1865. And then if you notice, and you start really going through these carefully, uh, Max, Max Stephen, all right, he was a German-born Detroit tavern keeper, all right, was convicted of treason on July 2nd, 1942, after the jury deliberated for only one hour and 23 minutes. In April of 1942, Max Stephen harbored and fed at his tavern a, Lu a, Luf a, Luf a Luftwaffe pilot 
who escaped from a Canadian POW camp. On August 6th, Judge Arthur J. Tuttle sentenced him to death by hanging. He was the first man convicted and sentenced to death on a federal treason charge since the Civil War. His sentence was later commuted by President Franklin D. Roosevelt to life in prison. So as, as you start reading down further, the, the sentence of death turns into either life, turns into <clears throat> life in prison in most cases. Okay? So they're, while they're still sentenced, you know, while they're still uh, tried and convicted for treason, many of them end up serving life in prison. Uh, which, which sadly is the court's option. That is their option. But the, 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 the key point here, Gunslinger, and I think you would agree with me on this, the key point is that if you commit treason and you are charged and sentenced, you are charged and convicted, the sentence invariably could be hanging which is the, which is the prescribed method of execution for treason that has not changed in all these many many years but as i'm starting to notice here there is a lot of folks who end up either getting acquitted life in prison, uh, the whole nine yards. So when, when you start looking at all of this, the last person who was sentenced to death for treason was T Tomia Kawakita, and he was, he was sentenced to death for treason in 1952, as I said earlier, but eventually re was released by President Kennedy to be deported to Japan. All right. Will we ever? Do you, do I think that someone will suffer the, pen the 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 penalty of hanging by rope for treason in our lifetime? Probably not. Most judges today will go with the more hum with a more humane route of life in prison without parole where they just sit there and rot in prison so do I think that they should get the, the maximum sentence I'm not gonna say I'll tell you why because I'm not a judge and while it's still the legal prescribed method on the books, I don't know which way I would turn. Now, let's say, let's say, for example, if uh, John Hinckley, who shot President Reagan, if President Reagan had died, I would think that he would not only be charged with his murder, but treason as well. Because that would be, I would consider that a treasonous act. Assassinating a sitting president. Now, 
would I would I agree that the death the death sentence should be would be the option of choice? I've always at one time or another I was always of the mindset that an eye for an eye. I know this is going to sound rather horrendous for me to say, but I've actually mellowed that stance a little bit over the years. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't really, under, I don't know why I, I did that to be sure. But if, if it, if, if the sentence, if the, if the crime warrants that kind of a sentence, I might actually consider it the, the only option open to them. Because let's face it, why would they why would they why would that be the prescribed method for treason? I mean I'm just saying. It's on the books, it has not changed. The only thing that has changed is judges have have the option to choose either or. Life in prison, they never get out. Or, of course, to be for the for the convicted to be sentenced to hanging. Which, as we saw, has hasn't happened since 1865. I think judges in courts uh, decided to be less uh, less likely to use that that final that that final option that final solution when Kennedy was shot I think there was a lot of people who would have liked to have seen that shooter get exactly what they deserve but done as a result of being charged with and convicted of treason. But that's a discussion for another time in that case, to be sure. And maybe one day I will have a show dedicated to one sole topic. I haven't really thought about that in a long time. Wow, the wind's kicking up over here in my neck of the woods tonight. I hear the wind blowing outside, and it is blowing. All right, people. I think it's a safe bet. We can move along here. But before we do, I want to go to uh, some comments here from the folks watching by way of Twitch.tv that are commenting. Okay. Now, in regards to the government, Cherokee Rose said, clearly people in government are not held accountable anymore. And I agree with her on that. They're not being held accountable. The Democrats certainly aren't. And what about those Republicans who voted to convict President Trump in that sham impeachment trial? They're not being held accountable for 
their betrayal of to their to their constituents to their betrayal of you know uh, of their party and so on and so on they're not being held accountable and democrats will never be held accountable because while everyone else is not above the law democrats must be because they wouldn't lie to us would they yeah. All right. Let's see here. Oh. This one you're going to love. Oh, I hit the wrong one. Hold on. And it's in and it, I think it has to do with what I just brought up about or started to bring up uh, about I had mentioned about people losing their seats. Well, apparently, ten House Republicans are expected to lose seats after voting to impeach President Trump. Really? Oh, it's an audio clip. So let's see. Click here, click there. Trust me, folks. It's a work in progress. Now, here goes nothing. Hey. Michigan Conservative Union President Tom Norton is the first to announce he will be running against one of the 10 House GOP members who voted to impeach President Trump. One America's Caitlin Sinclair has more. Tom Norton, thanks for joining us, sir. We have a lot going on here. So six out of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach President Trump are from states that are expected to lose congressional seats when legislatures redraw their districts. How is this going to work exactly? The redrawing is based upon population. Most people don't fully understand how it's done. Michigan is losing a congressional district. But the issue going on is our district probably isn't going to change a whole lot, but I would still be running against Peter Meyer because we're only about uh, a mile and a half to five miles from each other. Tom, there are a ton of issues out there right now, including violations of our Constitution that we're seeing under this current administration. Now, as an Afghan war veteran, you have said yourself that you swore to uphold that. What was the tipping point for you that, that made you want to run? Well, the impeachment vote got me because it's such a violation of due process of law. It really is. 72 hours of introduction to pass this is a huge problem. Um, any average American citizen would want to have to, a process that protects them and their rights. And the Constitution of the United States, five of the first 10 amendments talk about due process. So when we eradicate that, it's a huge problem for me. And the other big problem is when you are so adamantly opposed to Trump's policies of fair trade, uh, an economic growth for the middle class. That is telling me that you're against the middle class Americans as a whole. Uh, his border policies. We have a border crisis going on now within, what, 60 days of Joe Biden being president. That should tell you exactly the differences of it. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's getting me right now. The governor of your great state of Michigan has pretty much botched the handling of this crisis almost as badly as we've seen here in New York. Your state is about to get billions from that stimulus check. 
How is that going to affect you guys long term? The stimulus check is going to be used for pet projects to bail out cities like Detroit where the population is dropping, people aren't moving there. And the governor is going to try to reinforce areas like Flint and Detroit and Ann Arbor and just far left liberal strongholds. So I don't think these billions of dollars of bailouts are going to make it to the average citizen in the United States or in the state of Michigan. The irony of it all. Tom, the American people can count on you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. God bless. Okay. You heard what, what you heard the interview. What say you, Gun? Well, he's what he was. What he's saying is correct. I can't add anything else to it. I mean, you know, all these other all these other people are getting all this money, except the actual people that needs it is the American people. Now, I ain't talking about people that makes you know hundred thousand dollars a year and all this stuff. Uh, they probably don't need that. Okay. But most other people that are low income like me and you, we do need it. Okay. We should be getting shit. We should be getting a two thousand dollar check. But instead of putting Americans first, they put all this other shit. There's all this pork shit that's in there. Okay. Well that pig is fucking fatter than a goddamn dinosaur with all the pork that's in there. Okay. Benefiting who? Benefiting them. It's not benefiting you or me. It's benefiting them. So much for the American people, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Good. Well, I, I think the uh, the irony of this, and this is what's ironic about it, is that, you know, all these Republicans have been talking a good game, but they haven't truly fought the good fight, you know, to stop the, uh, you know, to, to bury the idea of illegals getting the money, um, giving money to foreign countries that don't like us, uh, money for Planned Parenthood and all this other stuff. And I'm like, whoa, back up the bus, Gus. Um, how much of this is actually going to help the American people with, in, during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic? And how much is it actually going toward other stuff? Now, notice the money, that, the bailout money that's going to go to states that fucked up their own budgets. I live in a state, fucked up the budget. But they expect the American taxpayers across the nation to foot the bill. To pay and pony up money to a state they don't even live in. So please, could somebody explain to me how that's even remotely okay? Because I would love to know the answer to that question. I really would love to know the answer to that. Because let's face the reality here. Okay? Why should someone say in Arizona? Why should the taxpayers of Arizona, Michigan, Iowa, 
Georgia, North Carolina. Why should they put money up for New York and California when they fucked up their budgets themselves and these folks, these states have nothing to do with the states that fucked up their budgets? How is that even remotely fair? <clears throat> Tell me, Gun. I'd love I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, it'd be the same thing as yours. I mean, it is not it's not fair. But you see that these that the states that that fucked up California, New York, all these other ones. Guess who they're run by? Democrats. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why they mm-hmm. fucked up. Okay, I mean. And they should pay for it. Why should we bail them dumb fucks out? Okay? If you if you if you dumbass people out there wouldn't elected such a dumb fuck to start out with, then maybe you your ass wouldn't go down the fucking rabbit hole, down the tube, flush your ass down the drain, money wise. Okay. Is that my fault that them motherfuckers out there in California can't can't manage their money? No, is it your fault that the fuckers in New York can't manage their fucking money? No. Right. It's their own fault, and they should fucking well, you know, they should they should they should be they should be get the blunt of it. Okay, let them figure it out. You know, it's the same thing. What's the difference between us, the United States, giving this foreign aid to these fuckers? That hate our guts. Well, fuck you. You got it. You got yourself in that situation. Now get your ass out of it. Same thing with these states. You people got your ass. You people elected a dumb fuck Democrat. Okay, there you have it. Figure it out. Okay, why should we give our money from other states that are smart, like maybe Texas that's got a Republican governor, you know Abbott. <laughs> uh, why should we bail out these other states? I mean, would they bail out us? No. They just say, fuck you. You know? You know how they are. Especially if it's Democrat. Oh, you're a Republican state. Well, fuck you. You know, we'll give you money, but oh, if we need it, uh, uh, you didn't get the memo in the in the mail. I'm permanently out to lunch. That kind of shit. You know, bullshit on that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, even Cherokee Rose agrees agrees with 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 us on this. And and look, I could sit here and state categorically where the governor and the state and the state where, where the governor, the state legislature, and the the state senate fucked up on the budget. I could go chapter and verse on it. And it would take probably a good hour, hour and a half to go down the laundry list. So to save time, the the majority-led Senate and, and legislature and the dumbass governor that we have fucked up Royal. Newsom in California fucked up the budget for the state of California. And you're right. Oh, Bailout money would go to Democrat states, but if a Republican state needed a bailout, 
Oh, sorry, we, we can't do that. No, no, we're, we're... Sorry, no. Mm -mm. And of course, the, 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 the states that are run by Republican governors, I would think, would be saying, well, wait a minute, you bailed out New York, you bail out California, you bail out states with a Democrat governor, but you're going to leave us to hang? How is that remotely fair? Okay? See, it's, a, it's all about the Democrats taking care of, the, taking care of their own. But yet they okay. Here's the funny thing: they want to they, they want to give New York State a bailout, even though many of the Democrats are calling for Cuomo to resign. Pelosi, Schumer, and others have, in, in the Democratic Party have called for his resignation. So they give the bailout money to the state, but. They still have, we still have this dumbass fuck in the in the in the uh, governor's mansion. Does it make sense to send to give New York State a bailout when it's gonna it's only gonna be used for what for whatever they they want to use it for? Our infrastructure throughout the state needs needs shoring up. That bailout could could do could do something toward that. Don't know how much, but it could certainly help. Do you think the state of New York is going to actually do something with that money for the infrastructure? <laughs> if you if you think that they will, I've got some swamp land that I could sell you cheap. Ooh. Pardon me. So, I don't know. It, it, this whole thing makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. Then again, when did when do when does anything uh, the Democrats do make any sense at all? It's honest to God insane. All right, moving right along. Now I want to go to this one. <laughs> Okay, according to One America News, Senator Schumer to introduce H.R. 1 on the Senate floor says everything is on the table. Oh, Lord, here we go. Brace yourselves, everybody. Democrat lawmakers introduced the H.R. 1 bill to the Senate floor this week while preparing for the uphill battle the litigation faces. While speaking to reporters on Wednesday, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, said everything is on the table under the guise of expanding voting rights. Critics have said H.R. 1 would normalize illegal voting and fraud to elect candidates with universal mail-in ballots. The bill would not require people to show their identification in order to vote in elections. Nonetheless, Schumer claimed the bill would benefit the American people. <laughs> we are standing up to the despicable, despicable acts of voter suppression in so many states, stated the Democrat lawmaker. 
We are committed to ending dark money that has corrupted our, po our politics and government for too long. Right. Republicans. Republicans have warned that Democrats want to use the so-called For the People Act to cement their current political dominance. Meanwhile, the Senate Rules Committee is scheduled to move forward with the bill on March 24th. For the People Act is a Democrat bill that will basically make what happened in 2020 the, the, way, the way things are done. And in looking at this, it's insane. Now, I'm looking at documentation here, and I'm going to post this link in the, in the Mixler chat room uh, so you can look at a gun. And I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to try to highlight some of it if I can. All right. Congressman John Surbanes representing Maryland's 3rd District, posted this on his website. The 2020 election underscored the need for comprehensive structural democracy reform. Americans across the country were forced to overcome rampant voter suppression, gerrymandering, and a torrent of special interest dark money just to exercise their vote and their, their voice in our democracy. This is what he says. You know, what I, you know how I feel about calling this country a democracy. It shouldn't have to be this way. That's why House Democrats are committed to advancing H.R. 1, the For the People Act, a, transform, a transformational anti-corruption and clean elections reform package in the 117th Congress. We will clean up corruption in Washington, empower the American people, to, and restore faith and integrity, integrity to our government. H.R. 1 will get us there. This is what Sarbanes wrote on, put on his website. Now, this is the so-called fact sheet on H.R. 1. All right. Give me a second here. Improve access. H.R. 1 expands access to the ballot box by taking aim at institutional barriers to voting, including cumbersome voter registration systems, disenfranchisement, and limited voting hours. H.R. 1 will create automatic voter registration across the country. Ensure that individuals who have completed felony sentences have their full voting rights restored. Expand early voting and enhance absentee voting. Simplify 
voting by mail, reduce long lines and wait times for voters, and modernize America's voting system. <coughs> Promote integrity. Okay. H.R. 1 commits Congress to build the record necessary to restore the Voting Rights Act, as embodied by the House-passed H.R. 4. It also commits Congress to deliver full congressional voting rights and self-government for the residents of the District of Columbia, which only statehood can provide. Prohibits voter roll purges like those seen in Ohio, Georgia, and elsewhere, and ends partisan gerrymandering to prevent politicians from picking their voters. Ensure security. And this is this is their this is their fact check. Their fact this is their fact sheet on on, on this bill. HR one ensures that American elections are decided by American voters without interference, by enhancing federal support for voting system security, particularly with paper ballots, and also by increasing oversight of election system vendors, and by requiring the development of a national strategy to protect U.S. democratic institutions. Guaranteed Disclosure H.R. 1 shines a light on dark money in politics by upgrading online political ad disclosure and requiring all organizations involved in political activity to disclose their large donors. H.R. 1 also breaks the so-called nesting doll sham that allows big money contributors and special interests to hide the true funding source for their political spending. Empower citizens. H.R. 1 strengthens the political power of hardworking Americans by creating a multiple matching system for small donations. This initiative, 21st century system of citizen-owned elections, will break the stranglehold of special interests on Congress and lay the groundwork for an agenda that meets the needs of the American people. The the voluntary multiple matching system will be completely paid for by a new surcharge on corporate law breakers and wealthy tax cheats. That way, the individuals and corporations who break the public trust, like Wells Fargo, which created fake bank accounts for unwitting customers, or Volkswagen, which lied about harmful carbon emissions from its vehicles, or Facebook, this is interesting, or Facebook, which violates Americans' privacy, or Purdue Pharma, which fueled the opioid crisis, bear the cost of building a more just and equitable democracy. H.R. 1 also reaffirms Congress' authority to regulate money in politics, pushing back on the Supreme Court's wrong-headed Citizens United decision. Strengthen oversight. 
HR1 ensures that there are cops on the campaign finance beat that will enforce the laws on the books. HR1 tightens rules on super PACs and restructures the Federal Elections Commission to break the gridlock and enhance its enforcement mechanisms. It also repeals Mitch McConnell's riders that prevent government agencies from requiring common sense disclosure of political spending. Before I go any further, let me just make sure that I'm I'm done re- that I'm almost done reading this, and I am. There's two more paragraphs. Fortify ethics law. HR one breaks the influence economy in Washington and increases accountability by expanding conflict of interest law and divestment requirements, slowing the revolving door preventing members of Congress from serving on corporate boards and requiring presidents to disclose their tax returns. Impose greater ethics enforcement. H.R. 1 gives teeth to federal ethics oversight by overhauling the Office of Government Ethics, closing loopholes for lobbyists and foreign agents ensuring watchdogs have sufficient resources to enforce the law and creating a code of ethics for the Supreme Court. Here's what H.R. 1 basically does in a nutshell, folks. It gives, the, it gives the Democrats a clear and precise means if, this, if, this, if, if by some slim chance this were to pass it would make voter fraud and vote and 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 election fraud legal okay and it would severely hamper the supreme court from doing its job because if you notice there are a couple of of, of times where the supreme court is mentioned here It says H.R. 1 also reaffirms Congress authority to regulate money and politics, pushing back on the Supreme Court's wrong-headed Citizens United decision. And then a little bit further on, again, the Supreme Court is mentioned in the last one, where it says H.R. 1 gives teeth to federal ethics oversight by overhauling the Office of Government Ethics, closing loopholes, for lobbyists and foreign agents, ensuring watchdogs have sufficient resources to enforce the law and creating a code of ethics for the Supreme Court. Basically, they want to stranglehold the Supreme Court so that everything goes their way. They being the Democrats. All right, Gunn. Talk to me. What do you think of all this? Especially H.R. 1. Because H.R. 1 is just a Democrat way of seizing uh, seizing elections. That's that's my, my personal opinion. But I'd like to hear what you have to say. Well, you know, if they are 
successful at passing that, basically what you're saying and what it would be saying is there will never be another free and fair election in this fucking country. Kiss it goodbye. Okay, how can there? When they're putting all their balls in one court, their court, okay? That's why I said these dumb fucks called Democrats are not for the people, they're against the people, okay? I mean, it's going to make, you know, voter fraud and voter and all that bullshit legal. What the hell do we even need a fucking election for? Let's go right straight to dictatorship. That's another word for dictatorship. When you don't have a free and true election in a country, you don't have a free country. You've got a fucking dictatorship. Because they're bringing in all the laws. Oh, we're going to keep all the laws to ourselves. Fuck y'all. Is what there's another way but what they're saying. Okay. You cannot have that in a free country. If that's the case, we need to do away with the government. We need to do away with the Supreme Court. Fuck all these goddamn cities, okay, because it's been trickled down to the fucking cities and counties levels. And let's just go back to the caveman days, because that's where it's headed. Once they get this, the fucking country will completely fall apart. Because there's nothing there sticking it together anymore. When they have that kind of power, and they've already proven that they're going to by stealing the election from President Trump, and then the traitors in the Supreme Court sat on their goddamn fucking worthless asses and wouldn't even hear the cases, why do we need a Supreme Court? If they will not fucking hear constitutional issues, and I think the President of the United States is pretty goddamn constitutional. Okay. And they stub their fucking snub, stub and stick up their goddamn noses at the American people. When we demand that the Supreme court make a ruling on it, why do we need the motherfuckers? Why do we even need these dumb fucks? I don't give a goddamn who's on that fucking who's the Supreme court. At this point, it doesn't matter because even the conservatives on the Supreme Court, they get outvoted or whatever by the other dumb fucks. Or why wasn't they jumping up and down and raising hell and saying, yes, we will hear this? You didn't hear that, did you? I didn't. So well, we just might as well just say, fuck you. Let's let's go to war. Let's get it over with. It's going to be a civil war because you think the American people will get put up with a fucking dictatorship? I don't think so. <laughs> go ahead. Well, guess what? That's what we have now. We have a dictatorship in our midst. Because look at what Pelosi wants to do. She wants to expel a member of Congress. Okay? So if she can can pull off a coup like that, that tells me there's a dictatorship in our midst and she's part of the dictatorship yep true i've said this so yep, many yep, times okay and i and it bears repeating that if we do not learn from the mistakes of the past we are doomed to see them repeat in our future 
how many times have dictatorships squashed the voice of the of the people in, in, in countries that have dictators? Okay? When you sit there and you say to your to the people in your let's say let's say um, okay okay using North Korea as an example. Kim Jong un. Hey, excuse me. But if you speak out against him, if you speak out against the uh, the un unfair tactics that he uses, um, well, what happens? They either he either has you he either arrests you or executes you, right? <clears throat> Now, let's look at the, at the way things are done in America right now. The only thing that hasn't happened yet, and notice I said yet, is we have not seen people arrested for opposing points of view like they do in places like North Korea, Iran, China, so, yeah. How long before that actually happens here? That starts happening here, then it truly has become a dictatorship. Okay? Well, you might want to back the, back the bus up for a second there, Gus, because people have been arrested for opposing views. Look at those protesters. Everything now, whether you're on the right side of the protester or the left side, it doesn't matter at this point for the subject. They have been arrested, Trump supporters have been arrested, okay, for oppressing or, or expressing their views politically. They become political prisoners, <laughs> so yeah, it's already started. It ain't may happen, it's already is happening, yeah. I mean. I mean, you. I mean, these. There's been probably BTR shows or whatever that has been shut down. That's basically under under arrest for political views. Okay, uh, so it's very dangerous to have a political view in this country anymore because you're probably going to get arrested. Okay, seriously, it it sucks. <laughs> that's a, that's just what you said, dictatorship. And I totally agree. Hell yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look at and 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 you know something, Cherokee Rose. Um, says, waiting for it. They're censoring books, TV, news, and she said, "Oh, true." A few have been in regards to people being arrested. And she says, yep, that's true. Let me tell you something, folks. I have been an outspoken... I have, I have been and continue to be outspoken. Okay? When it comes to... Uh, 
my political stance in regards to the way our country is run. That is every American's right. The First Amendment grants me that right under freedom of speech and freedom of the press. But when people are, are, are arrested for their, you know, for their political opinions, yeah, it does become a dictatorship, doesn't it? The irony of this is, and I'm waiting for the day it actually happens, okay, where they come knocking on my door and tell me that I'm that they are here to arrest me because I because of my my outspoken because of my being so outspoken against the government and I will then turn around and say when did we become the united socialist soviet states of america spelled with a k Do I not have a constitutional right to free speech and freedom of the press? If they say to me, yes, you do, then I'll say, I would say to them, so why are you here? If that's the case. If they turn around and say, no, you do not, I'll say, when did, when did, we, when did we take the Constitution and shred it? <clears throat> when did we take the Bill of Rights and shred it? They haven't been shredded, folks, but they are being circumvented every day. And it's I agree with Cherokee worse. Rose. She said, yeah, it's sad. America has come to this. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, and you it's like I said, it's getting worse. When you can, when you have these people that will openly steal an election, there's your proof right there. I don't need any more proof that it's becoming a dictatorship. It's it's their way or the highway, or maybe a bullet in the back of your head on your knees. Ooh, wait a minute! Didn't Hitler do that? <laughs> Gee whiz! Mm-hmm. Look at the core, the the nation to that. They're look at the look at the they almost they're almost coming up and standing side by side now. It's only a matter of time, okay? It's not if now. It's just a matter of time. And when? When is it going to actually tip the scale over that to a situation that Hitler would be proud of? I don't think it's off, really. Because that proved right there in 2020, when they fucking stole that election, that this fucking country is heading to hell in a fucking goddamn big handbasket. Okay? Unless something is done, and done pretty soon, just like I said a long, well, you know, a couple months ago, if they were, if they're able to steal the election, <clears throat> yeah, why, if Trump is, say Trump wants to run in 2024, okay, <clears throat> if they're allowed to get away with this, what they got away with, President Trump's chance to win is be like a snowball in hell because they're going to rig it again. You don't think they rigged it once. You don't think they're going to do it again. These fucking out of control motherfucking dumb, dumb fucks. Of course they're going to do it again unless something is done to stop it. What? 
short of a civil war? I don't know. At this point, I don't know. But if it's not stopped and corrected like it's supposed to be, like the founding father said and the Constitution says and all this stuff, we're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. And that only proved, 2020 proved it, that we are fucked if something is not done. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you can. Go ahead. No, I don't think you can either. You know, it's the the unfortunate thing is um, I don't think I don't think there's any way to 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 get around that 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 sheer reality. Uh, joining us uh, by way of Skype, um, which I'm rather surprised. Uh, using this method, but then again, it's cool. Kim, who has not been around Hi there. in a while, how I you know. doing? Long time no chat. It is. I did you want me to use a different method? No, that's fine. I, I wasn't sure if I could bring you in though. That's that's what I was. That that that's why I said that. I didn't know either. I was going to go to the email and get your regular phone number, and I saw that thing saying that you founded me and I accepted you, and then I saw the little telephone, and, you know, I'm so tech-savvy. But um, I'm sorry I'm late. I heard that we're effed, but on which one of the myriad of issues were you guys talking about that were effed on? (laughs) Quite a few. Our country becoming a uh, dictatorship. Because oh. I just we just, we were discussing uh, the current bill that's now before the Senate, uh, HR one, the bill called mm. For the People Act. Right, the Voting Act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I obviously I'm not for that. I'm hoping. I don't know. Is there any? shot that it won't happen with all the things that the other states are doing? Will they override all of that if they pass? You know, one thing that really bothers me about that is you can't take a piss without showing your ID in this country. you got to show your ID for everything, you know, to get on an airplane, when you go to the doctor's office. I mean, anywhere you go, you have to show your ID. I didn't so, have to show my ID to go to see my doctor. Well, you give. You have to let them know you have insurance. That's Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and my insurance card doesn't have my picture on it, though, or my signature. Well, the way that it was worded where I've seen it is that you don't even have to show... ID. Now, I would, and even if they said a photo ID, I don't think that would be out of line for something like voting. Obviously, they're doing this because they don't want there to be cheating, right? Well, if you don't want cheating, unless you're just coming out and saying we want cheating, um, you know, there's two parts of that, at least, that I really don't like, and the not showing ID is one of them, and the wholesale mailing out of ballots or dropping them off so that anybody can pick one up, um, 
you know, our my state just hasn't done that. If you want to get an absentee ballot, you show ID and they will send you an absentee ballot or you can go and vote. You know, and the thing about, you know, letting the votes come in for another five days, ten days, whatever it is, you know, what happened to the day where the days where everybody stayed up late on voting day and waited to hear who the winner was that night. I don't see, you know, everybody knows when the voting is coming. I'm not sure what the problem is with getting the votes in on time and being able to count them that night and know who the winner is that night or the next morning, like we used to do for a zillion years. So, um, I guess those are the three major problems I have with that bill that just sound insane to me, that you would wholesale drop off ballots, not have to show ID, and have an unlimited amount of time to get the votes in when everybody knows what day voting day is. Well, here, here's what the, well Kim, here's, here's the, 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 the irony of this. Uh, <clears throat> the 2020 election. I had to show my driver's license when I went to vote, right? Because mm-hmm. they they had to verify that I was who I say I am, which yeah. I, I don't mind doing. I'll be honest with no. you. I don't mind doing that, especially no, with voter fraud being such a big, a big problem in this country. Now, unfortunately, my driver's license has a picture on it that makes me look like a mugshot, but... We all know. do. <laughs> Oh no no! New York State's driver's license—they—they they have your picture twice on the on the license. One's the regular picture, now in black and white, no longer in color, and then they have the hologram on there as well. Us too, yeah. Us now, too. The black and white photo. I'm I'm sitting there, and I don't know if you're seeing me on on Skype or not. Uh huh. But I I'm literally sitting there with my eyeglasses on my face, and I'm going I'm looking like this. <laughs> I literally look like a, I, I look like a thug. I know. <laughs> I know. We we all do. I don't know why they did that. You can't smile and have a nice picture anymore. They're bad, but but nonetheless, you still have a legal driver's license and you know, I had to do this you did it in person. I did an absentee ballot, but to get that ballot, we had to write in our driver's license number, and I think we might have even had to send a, a copy of our license. But one way or another, the information was there to be verified, um, you know, our ID. So that was even to get an absentee ballot to do it by mail, and you had to do it by person. I think that's only right well, here's the thing. When, when, when the primaries were going on here in New York uh, last year, before I moved from my previous residence to the one I have now, they actually sent me an absentee ballot. And there were voting stations for the primary. And I didn't request the absentee ballot. Their excuse was, oh, well, we send it to everyone. And that's, and see, I think that's really 
bad if you want an absentee ballot, you re- you request it and have to prove that you're a citizen to get it because we're the citizens of the United States and that's who's supposed to be voting. And so well, this, I think that's terrible that they bill that is automatically. going to also make it possible for... Because what they want to introduce into it also is automatic registration. Everybody gets registered. It's automatic. So in well, other words... Well, if you're not a citizen, then there's, then there's a problem. You shouldn't be voting. Now, I mean, can we go to Paris and vote? Now, Iggy Mom points something out uh, on Twitch just now. Mass mail, mass mail-in... And absentee are two different things. And I agree. That's two uh, different yes. things. Yes. Uh, but massive mail-in voting, absentee balloting, you know, unless you request to do it, unless you, 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 you make a request to do it that way, I think it should be up to the individual. I okay? agree. I, I was I was sent an absentee ballot, as I said, and I didn't request it. When I contacted the Board of Elections for my county, I said, why am I being sent an absentee ballot for the primary? There's a polling station not far from me where I can where I go to vote. And guess what? I could easily go there. Mm-hmm. But this was in the early days of the pandemic, too. But, and here's that big but, and like the one I'm sitting on, the, the fact of the matter is, they, we, were, we were sent the absentee ballot, and that's the way they wanted us to vote. I said, but if I wanted to vote by absentee ballot, wouldn't I have to request the absentee ballot? Oh, no, we sent it to you automatically, so this way you didn't have to. Well, and see, that's setting things up for cheating, obviously, and treating us like children. You know, if if we want an absentee ballot, it's incumbent on us to request it. I I don't know that we need to be treated like children and have them decide that for us. Now... Uh, Cherokee Rose, watching also by way of Twitch.tv, uh, uh, was saying to Iggy, said to Iggy Mom, "Yes, they are, uh, as far as ma- mass mail-in and absentee being two different things." But she also went on to say that absentee voting is big in the state of Arizona. <coughs> Excuse me. And yes, it is. Um, the problem I have with absentee voting is unless you're going away on on a vacation or you know you're going to be in the hospital for a surgical procedure that's going to have you in the hospital past election day, then requesting the absentee ballot is all well and good. Now, the thing is, they sent me, it wasn't, and what they sent me was not a, a mail-in ballot. 
they actually sent me an absentee and it says absentee ballot on the form that they sent me. And I never requested that. Now the mail-in is sent according to the voter rolls. Were they making an assumption about your mind? <laughs> huh? Were they making an assumption about your mind? An absentee ballot? <laughs> Are they? That's not they're, an they're, they're, You know you. what? They probably that's had me confused with Joe them. Biden. <laughs> I think they had me confused with Joe Biden. What, what, does that sound about fair, Gunslinger? The yes. state of New York sends me an absentee yes. ballot. <laughs> thinking I'm the absent-minded professor named Joe Biden. I wonder if they sent him one of those. <laughs> they probably did. That would be more apropos. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Listen, if HR1 is going to have an uphill battle, because in order for it to pass in the Senate, they need, they're going to need 60 votes. And I don't think you're going to get 10 Republicans to vote on that. No, I, I can't either. I, I don't either. I mean, they're being pretty quiet about everything. So I guess you guys. The heck is that? I don't know. Okay. That was weird. Flicked your pick. It wasn't me. I'm not touching anything. I got no music. Gunslinger, was that coming from you? It was me. It was on my other computer when them damn video things started, <laughs> starts automatically. He's listening to disco music. I can't believe that. Gunslinger. <laughs> disco, disco, disco. You got your mirror ball up there and all. <laughs> Actually, I do, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> I Party one at your house. You know, they kind of circles around, around with different colors. I can't afford the real disco ball. <laughs> hey, party at your house. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> so, you guys have probably discussed to death whether you thought it was an insurrection or not. Oh, oh since, since Election Day... Young lady, let me tell you something. The Democrats are still trying to push that narrative down everybody's throat. I know. They just showed a picture of wanted people. I wondered. We never saw any of those during the summer. And they've busted 300 people. And we never saw that over the summer. But you want to hear something fun, kind of funny? You know the poster child in the beginning? They're not showing them anymore because I think they were catching on to what I was saying. But the guy who was supposed to be the head of Q with the Viking uh, hat and the half red and uh, blue face and no shirt on, that guy, you know, from the beginning... It, it was the guy who walked into the chamber. Um, they were claiming he was the head of Q. Um, oh, the guy, at the, time. the guy they claimed was the head of QAnon? Yeah, yeah. He didn't have on a shirt, and he had painted his face, and he's the one who had on the Viking hat. Okay. The horn hat. 
You yeah, know the, what I mean? The, the 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 guy who reminded me more of a water buffalo. Well, but see, that's the thing. He really didn't. He's an unemployed actor, and man, that was his fifteen minutes of fame. But now, and when they arrested him, he was the one who insisted on vegan food or he wouldn't eat. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought he was kind of cute. I wouldn't have been afraid or run away. You would have had to pull my T-shirt and jerk me back the other direction. I don't know. I just didn't find the guy threatening. And then when it came out that, you know, he's an unemployed actor, he's in jail, he eats just vegan food, and what he was doing was singing a spiritual song in the chamber to clear the room, then you really had to feel like an idiot on the other side to feel like that was as threatening as some of the other things that we've seen. And, you know, he's still in jail, and I'm just curious. I guess I don't know anyone else from Summer who is still in jail. Aren't they on a catch and release plan? The catch and release plan is for the illegal aliens that come across the southern border. Not, oh, we not just for the don't... people that were uh, that are being caught in stuff for uh, January sixth. De- not for January sixth. That's for sure. But other people who are getting arrested. And sorry for my mistake on the the catch and release. But they're not even having to bond out a lot of other people that are being yeah, I, arrested. I, some of them may have been ROR'd, released on their own recognizance. Um, which, but not these guys from the 6th. The people from the summer. Oh, I don't, I don't, not, I don't know. Not the people from that the 6th. That I don't sixth. know for sure. I, I couldn't say. I couldn't say. Um, but to be sure... The one thing that that I'm looking at right now, which I think everyone in this country better be paying close attention to, is what's happening with the George Floyd case. Yeah. Mark my words. If that officer is acquitted or found not guilty, watch the rioting and the looting to explode in this country like it did last year. Yeah, for sure. I think they ought to take away some of those, the military at the Capitol, so it doesn't look like Stalag 13 anymore, and there isn't any threat anymore, and send them to Minnesota. And I don't know, isn't $26 million um, <laughs> better than anyone else would do? Um at the time, right or wrong, that particular hold was something all the officers were trained in. And it was really bogus that for all that time, long enough to burn up all these cities across the country and have residents terrorized to walk down their streets, you know, and it's getting warm again, so it's kind of starting to come up again. Um you know they didn't they didn't 
stop that. You know, they didn't stop that. They let that keep going on, and they only showed us the one portion of that tape. That was enough to literally light the fire under the country was one portion of the tape. It wasn't even until, what, a month ago that they played the tape in its entirety and heard him say that he couldn't breathe from the moment they walked up and they weren't out looking. A store called them about him passing fake money. They came, it looked to me like they were being as friendly as you can be to somebody who's really loaded when you're trying to arrest them. He was saying he couldn't breathe before he ever got put in the police car. And then he went wild in the police car with anxiety or the amount of fentanyl and the other drugs he had, whatever it was, but we saw from the from the body cam tape that nobody was beating anybody up. They were telling him to calm down and then he wound up outside the car. Well, that was that from then on is the only part of the tape they showed. Yeah, I had seen, and that I'd was seen enough the video to ignite in its entirety. country. Yeah, and but I, nobody I, else did back but here's then. The, here's the problem, okay? He could, he, it's very, it's very like, it's very possible that the, that the amount of drugs in his system could have been the cattle, could have, could have killed him. But when the officer put his knee on the carotid artery, he cut the blood flow to the brain off. Why was that illegal? All I'm saying, I'm not saying it that was right or wrong. I'm saying that particular hold was legal for the police department in Minneapolis. And the officers were being trained, all of the officers, to use that as a way to restrain uh, somebody who didn't want to be restrained. That wasn't something that this cop just made up. Why was that ever a hold that was protocol and training at the time? So I'm just saying at the time, the guy, the, the officer didn't do anything that wasn't in the police training playbook. That kind of a hold, that kind of a maneuver should never be employed. I don't care how... And that's what people should be talking about, is getting rid of that. But this guy didn't do anything that wasn't in their training manual. Right, but the bottom line is, that move, I firmly believe that move was was the, the, the the final death blow for that, for George Floyd. Now, having said that, let me explain something. It may be it may be what they're trained to do, but it still doesn't make it right or legal. What there there are other restraining methods that they could have used, non-lethal in their in their application, but they didn't. This officer chose to do that, and the other officers just stood there and let him do it rather than stop him. And try and help him to restrain George Floyd in a more non-lethal uh, method. Yeah, I think they should have left him in the police car, and then we could have seen. I'm not sure he got a, how he got out of the police car. Anyway, you know, I had occasion to visit the back of a police car once, and 
I was really nervous and couldn't breathe too uh, because nobody likes the idea of being put in the back of a police car. But if they would have left him in the police car melting down, then I guess we'd know for sure, wouldn't we? Exactly. Exactly. But unfortunately, you know, there's no way of knowing for certain whether it was the drugs in the system or the, uh, the blood flow to the brain being cut off or a combination of both. Yeah. I still say to this day that that officer should have, those officers could have done something that would have, would have been less, uh, likely to cause death. Okay, because it yeah, doesn't take I'm long to sure cut the blood flow of the brain off. Hold. It really doesn't. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I don't know why that was ever considered a viable restraint in their police department, and I don't know if it is in other police departments. I don't know, you know, if across the country that had been a viable um, means talked, of restraint. I had talked with officers that I know both from the local police to the county sheriffs. And even they said they would not have resorted to that to that tactic. They would not have done that. They're not trained to do that either in in my area. What they're they're told to you to use and to use whatever restraining method necessary short of something that could cause permanent injury or death which means they don't do something like that. But unfortunately, you know, in Minneapolis, that's what happened. Now, uh, I'm going to move on here because uh, the, the time is uh, going to get away from us. We, you know, we, we can go into overtime, of course, but I want, to, uh, I want to get to something that's currently happening in our nation's capital. And we've talked about this. But I don't think anyone has seen this particular photo. I'm going to show it in just a minute. We've all seen the pictures of the, of, of the fencing with the razor wire outside Capitol Hill. Now, folks, here's a picture that I'm sure many have not seen. This is a picture of the United States Supreme Court building. And notice they have this the exact same fencing up in front of the Supreme Court with the razor wire on the top. Now, I don't see in this picture any uh, National Guard troops, but that's not to say that they're not there. But to see this picture, to see this, okay... This this is this to me is just is more than just disturbing. When our when our when Capitol Hill, when the when the congressional building that houses the upper and lower chamber is closed off to the American people. This is that's a building that is the people's house. Okay? That's our building. We should not be restricted from access. January 6th has long since been over. They, the Democrats keep saying that 
this will continue because uh, uh, because because there 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 are threats. Really, we are being referred to as domestic terrorists. This is why this is happening. Okay. Yep. So now the question becomes, at what point? Yes, Cherokee Rose says, wow, in front of Supreme Court. Exactly. Why is, why, why, why is the Supreme Court, why is this happening there? There's no excuse for this. None at all. We are being systematically told, Members of Congress can go in. Their staff members can go in. The ju- the justices of the Supreme Court and their aides can go into the Supreme Court, but the American people are barred from these places because of stuff like this. This is this is unacceptable. Absolutely unnecessary. If there is a credible threat, I want to see it. I want to see it in writing. I want to know exactly what the threat is. Because this is this is a move that a dictator would use. Blocking off buildings like the Supreme Court and the and, and the and the congressional building. This is not the America that I that I that I know. This is not the America I was raised in. This is not America as we know it. At what point, America, do we say enough is enough? As Ronald Reagan said to Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Send the National Guard troops back to their respective states. And the siege of Washington, D.C. from the American people. There's no, absolutely no reason for this anymore. I agree. Now, Cherokee Rose said they gave a lot of reasons about chatter, but I'm with you. Um, chatter is used so loosely, I would have liked to have known what it was. First, it was the inauguration. Okay, I'll give them that. They were nervous. But then it was the impeachment trial, and then it was the CPAC, and then it was something else that was supposed to happen um, when somebody was saying something about the 19th president and then they moved it to March 20th, which is in a couple days. They keep, it's almost like what they did to Trump the first four years with every one of those maneuvers, his whole, uh, his whole term trying to get him out of there. There was always something else, always something else. But I'm with you. I'd like to see what the credible threat is and hear what the chatter is and not take their word for it. And when you said that about tearing down the wall, that's really where those guard are needed, is down on the border, not around the people's house. Ah, but unfortunately, the 
uh, customs, the, 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 the ICE agents, the Border Patrol agents, are basically being told they can't talk about it anymore. They, they, there's a, Biden put a gag order on them, a verbal gag order. I brought the, um, we talked about this last night. And basically, Border Patrol has, has, been, has basically been relegated to babysitting. Yep. I saw a report earlier today, and I wish I could have found it, that said there are at least 6,000 illegal aliens coming into this country per day. Per day, since Biden signed that executive order ending the border wall construction. 6,000 illegals per day coming into our country. And they're not being tested for COVID-19 either. No. They're not being quarantined. They're being allowed to disappear into this country. Which is really counterproductive. Now, I don't happen to fly and travel right now, but for those that do, our citizens, when they get on a plane, they have to be tested if they're coming from a different country or they can't get on the plane. And here's people walking across the border and dispersing God knows where all over the country who haven't been tested so far who haven't had our vaccines um i have an article from 2015 and i won't share i'll give your show back to you i really just wanted to say hi and come back a little more often but this article in 2015 specifically and this is way before anything right 2015 was talking about the litany of diseases that illegal immigration brings into new countries. And Mm -hmm. it went through the tuberculosis, smallpox, some diseases we've eradicated here, things like Ebola, now, of course, the coronavirus. We don't have that under control. He's doing what he can to get these vaccines out, but is it not counterproductive to be on one side trying to get everybody vaccinated for that extra level of protection while you're letting that many people in unchecked every day on the border that's completely counterproductive i i don't even understand that it's so boneheadedly obvious to me i'm not quite sure what i'm missing that makes that make sense in any way shape or form we need to get our shit together as a country with our citizens before we sabotage our own plan about covid um you know it's just gonna zoom covid up there and bring a little tb and smallpox and the rest of and if you don't believe that Look at what happened to the Native Americans when the Europeans showed up for the first time. Aside from what we did on purpose, it was just new germs in a new place with people who hadn't been exposed to them before. No no different. Yeah. I mean, 
what what Joe Biden said about uh, <clears throat> and, and this I found this really ridiculous for him to make this comment uh, before he was put in the Oval Office in December and January he got the first and second shot of the COVID vaccine right but yet after he came into office he turned around and said that the vac- there was no vaccine when he got, when he came in. But yet I saw pictures of him in January and in in December and January of him getting the shots. So he well, outright you know. lied to everyone. Okay? Yeah, he, he, he does not credit Trump with Operation saying. Warp Speed. No, and all that. Stuff. No, he doesn't give him credit for that. But I don't know if he lied as much as he just doesn't freaking know if he's on foot or horseback. Obviously, there is a vaccine. That's not even anything that needs to be fact checked. <laughs> you know. Well, um, I mean, <clears throat> think about it, Kim. Think about this. Here you got a guy who, you know, on the campaign trail, just to remind everybody, on the campaign trail, when he introduced his wife. um, Sister. (laughs) Yeah, it was his sister that he looked, that he pointed to. Okay? When it came to stating what state he was in, he couldn't even get the state he was in right. Okay? There were multiple gaffes, goofs, and blunders. Even today, he still does that. Now, in, in just under, I think, eight days or so, he's going to be holding his first actual press conference where the press will actually be able to ask him questions. I am so looking forward to watching him slip, slide, and blunder his way through that. I mean, seriously. There's only one way he's going to get through that. All the reporters would have to have submitted their questions in advance, and written answers would have to be in front of his fucking face. Excuse my language. And that's how it'll work, I'm sure. This man, and... Uh, I've said this, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. Although I could probably play one on TV. <laughs> I, I I took care of a parent with Alzheimer's for seven years, okay? I took care of my mother for seven years. She had Alzheimer's. I saw the the decline over that seven-year period. Okay. And ultimately, it's what took her life. Looking at what Joe Biden has been doing and how he's blundered and goofed and gaffed and everything else his way through the campaign, and even after he gets into office, it's like, hold on a minute. Um, Has anyone thought that this man may be suffering from some form of dementia or possibly the early onset of Alzheimer's? He's 78 years old. The possibility hasn't even occurred to anyone. 
No, it absolutely occurred to him, and that's why they picked him. And it's not just that. The man had at least two um, brain aneurysm ruptures, which I had one. And I can tell you that I'm a couple decades younger than him, but when you have a brain bleed, it gives you brain damage. And the more trauma that your brain gets, like it happening twice, for example, and then if he's ever had a concussion or taken a fall or had any other trauma to his head, then the likelihood of developing a degenerative disease like dementia, Alzheimer's, CTE, or any of those is statistically more likely to happen at his age. And if you don't think that they didn't pick him on purpose just for that reason, they couldn't win. I mean, think about this. They took what they hated the most, the 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 demographic that's under the biggest assault right now, and that's white men. They picked an old white man to run the race, so they couldn't pick one. You couldn't have hit a better bonanza to find an old white man who's only halfway there <laughs> to be the puppet <laughs> that's being to manipulate. Kind. <laughs> that's being kind. I feel sorry for him from the standpoint that I would melt down. I wouldn't want to be the president. There's a lot of things that go with that, and I think we're seeing that if you pay attention to his schedule. Um, you know, you get memory loss, particularly short-term memory loss, um, sensory overload. That's why you don't see him doing things every day. Um, extreme fatigue issues, um, and he has a certain time he goes to bed and a certain time that he gets up. He's being supervised at all of these things. His wife is there. You know, the vice president and her husband are right there. He's got a safety bubble around him trying to help, and um, I wouldn't want that kind of pressure that kind of pressure can cause him to have his blood pressure raise and feasibly have another aneurysm. And so there were so many ways when Nancy pulled out that Article 25, I knew that minute it had nothing to do with Trump and everything to do with Biden. They just needed to pull it out and make like it was for Trump. Yeah, because it seems, and, and this and, and, and this goes right in, in line with what I've said, and uh, unfortunately Gunslinger has left, uh, has left us, but what I see happening here in regards to the 25th Amendment, they're going to continue to allow him to do all this stuff that he's doing. Okay. As long as he minds. Mm, that may not last for much longer. Seriously. Because <laughs> um, you, first you have to have a mind to mind with. Mm. And he's proven exactly. ad infinitum that his mind is not really all there. 
Because look, if you've seen the pictures of him when he would sign executive orders, who is always right there at a distance, but able to look right over his shoulder pretty much every single time he signs executive orders? Kamala Harris is standing right there. When President Trump was in the office for the four years he was there, did you ever see Mike Pence looking over his shoulder the way she does Joe Biden? I, no, I never did. I believe all of it was orchestrated and played like a Stradivarius from the beginning. You don't choose a candidate to run that is exactly the demographic you hate and want to punish and serve retribution against. You just don't do it. And they didn't have a winning candidate. Kamala had to drop out before Christmas. Her own party didn't want her. And when it looked like Sanders might get in, they were happy. When Sanders wasn't going to get in, then they found the next best the next best candidate, the one that they could manipulate and that probably wouldn't make it through the four years. There's, whether it was the 25, whether it is his health, um, a number of different reasons could take him out. And I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't their own party that did it. That sounds like a sinister um, conspiracy theory, but trying to blame it on the biggest threat in the country, the white supremacists, I wouldn't doubt if something happened to Biden that it wouldn't be from his own party and get blamed on the Trump followers. Well, look what happened with, of course, January 6th. Look at, look at how quick they, the Democrats were so quick to blame Trump and Trump supporters. And it was found out later that the whole thing was planned more than a week in advance. And that everything that was happening, if you notice, was going on while Trump was still speaking. So, yeah, the Democrats did everything they could to ruin this man. That sham of yeah. an impeachment, they rushed through that. No investigations, no hearings, no nothing. Then it went yeah. to the sham impeachment trial, which <laughs> blew up in their face just, just like the first time around. But here we have a guy like Joe Biden, who they know... They know he's he's not all there. They see it. They're around him. I mean, for a man to turn around and call Vladimir Putin a killer. No. And then turn around and say he will pay a price. Are you trying to get us into a war with Russia? But of course... That wouldn't he would not have agreed to, to to calling Putin a killer if George Stephanopoulos hadn't goaded him in that direction. Exactly. So the media, the Democrats, 
Everybody's manipulating this guy. They know he's not all there. Now the next step is to medically and psychiatrically prove it. They Once they do that, the 25th Amendment gets invoked. He gets sent packing, and Kamala Harris moves up. And then Kamala Harris can pick her vice president. Now, I've narrowed it down to two possibles. Two possibilities. The first, Hillary Clinton. Because Hillary lost to Trump in 2016. And that put a black eye on on the Democrats. The second possibility is the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who is no better than Joe Biden. Her brain you know, isn't all running on th- on full thrusters. The only reason I might disagree with you there is because there'd be bitch envy going on. You know, who's really going to be the one in control? Can you imagine Kamala, who's rather new on the scene, and Hillary, who still doesn't know she didn't win the last election. I think there could be real power power struggle going on there. And from what I've seen of Kamala, she wouldn't want that. So I, God, I mean, I hope you're not right, but I see her, you know, finding someone on the same page with her that she can also be in control of. You know, she's made a big deal. She's the first woman vice president. She would be the first woman president. So she's not going to let some other gal in there who's going to challenge her decisions or possibly make a a fool of her um, publicly by challenging her. So I think Hillary is too strong of a personality and has too much more experience. And I think Kamala knows that I would hope that would be my guess and Nancy you're right she needs to retire <laughs> retire to a nursing home personally but you know well yeah exactly that's you know that's just my opinion um, I find it ironic though I really find it ironic Kim that you know the Democrats for the four years that Trump was in office, they tried so many different things, and it all blew up in their face every single time. That the yeah. only thing they could resort to was the theft of the 2020 election. Which now, uh-huh. if you if you talk about it on social media, like Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, or YouTube, you're immediately silenced. You get immediately silenced. Yep. And that's one of the, one of the many reasons why I don't broadcast my show on uh, YouTube anymore was because YouTube allowed CNN to claim copyright infringement of a Fox News Channel feed. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you would have and I got kicked and off I got my hands slapped anyway. I got my hand slapped, virtually, of course, and put in YouTube jail for 90 days. 
Oh my God. Oh yeah. Now I don't say very much on Facebook publicly. Most no, of it's me like neither. To my friends and everything. But when I, when I do say something, I'm very careful with the wording. Well, now I'm yeah. finding out that that's not even so much a, a, a so much going to help either. Gunslinger, uh, who who was here, uh, but he's since uh, departed from the show for the night. Yeah, he got put in Facebook jail, and he all he made was a simple, very you know non-threatening, you know. Just a just a, a a basic comment, you know, nothing nothing harsh, nothing you know, out of line and all that good stuff, nothing that would have violated terms of service or community standards. <laughs> but he got thrown in YouTube jail, in excuse me, Facebook jail. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm a like, lifer there. There's <clears throat> no doubt, no doubt the censorship's going on. I'm going to leave. T- Twitter. I used to just go on there to post my show once a week, and to be honest with you, I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, but I haven't been there for a while, and I don't want to participate in it. So I'm going to get rid of my Twitter account. I'll keep my Facebook account and do like what you're talking about. I'm not using it as a political machination. I yeah. would leave there. Mostly, I, I post the page. show's links. Okay. Yeah, me too. And that's me all too. I do with Facebook, really. And that, and communicate with friends, uh, yes. and, and family by way of the messenger. But me too. I'm also I also don't use Twitter that often. When I do, I usually respond to a couple of people, you know, that I follow. And so far, they haven't hung me out to grind. Grind. Blah, 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 blah. Hung me out to dry, easy for me to say, uh, on Twitter. So I've been fortunate. Facebook and Twitter, I've been very fortunate. I've been very lucky. But my luck's going to run out eventually. Yeah, I can see that coming. But I'm signed up as an alternative to Twitter. I'm signed up with Parler, which, thank goodness, is back. Yeah. So... I'm signed up with Parler, I'm signed up on MeWe, and I'm signed up on Gab. And I post my my show's information on Facebook, Parler, and, and, excuse me, Facebook, MeWe, and Gab. Huh. And what I do is, what I'm going to have to do eventually is... And what I've actually done is I've I've posted links to Facebook, MeWe, and Gab on Parlor to let people know where they can find the links to the broadcast. I didn't do that for this for 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 this show or the last couple of times out, but I have posted there uh, so people know where to go. I having alternatives to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And by the way, if you want to post videos that normally would get taken down by YouTube as long as you know they're they're not like extremely gross and all that good you know and all that stuff or of a sexual nature and stuff like that you know stuff that could get you kicked off 
literally. There, there's rumble.com as well. And I, I, I archive all of my shows on rumble.com as well. Mm. So people get to see and, and to get to see the show uh, in archives there. When I get done tonight with this broadcast, I will be downloading the video to this broadcast. Actually, I record this broadcast uh, through the uh, OBS Studio, which I use to broadcast on multiple on multiple platforms for video through through nice. a restreaming service. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to upload that video to Rumble convert it to an mp3 and then put re re uh how 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 should i put this i'm going to upload that audio to blog talk radio because a lot of the beginning of this broadcast gets missed somehow huh but that's okay. I don't mind fixing it <laughs> because this way they get the entire broadcast and you know from start to finish. Especially some of the the little quirks that I throw in as I'm trying to get things started. You know, the little fun stuff that I do. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm gonna have to uh, wrap this up, Kim. Because yeah, uh, I don't want to keep late. you. It's good to see you, and I'll come back more. Yeah, often I real I do hope you come back more often. You know, it's always a pleasure to to have you here. Uh, I was I was wondering what became of you because I was like, wait a minute, you know, because I I have your your phone number uh, saved on, on on an external hard drive. Oh, um, you could have called or texted. Yeah, I, it wasn't I, a problem. To be honest with you, winter I just felt very depressed. Both of my parents are having health issues and. We had a brutal winter, and you know I don't I don't go places during the summer and the fall. When I was talking to you, my husband and I were going on our country drives, getting out of the city, which is something we did before, so I could take photographs and that. And we were blessed to have a really nice fall. It went through November, but when you tore the page on December. We had, it's like the snow spigot wouldn't shut off and it was so cold and it just kind of ran through me that, oh my God, this is really kind of setting in now that I we're not going to be going outside and we don't go inside anywhere. So I was, um, I was having kind of a hard time, kind of depressed and isolating and not really getting out and about. I was doing my show every week, but um, just kind of fell into a state of apathy. And so, anyway, spring is back, and so am I. <laughs> there you go. That's the ticket. Well, Kim, it's been great talking with you, and uh, great having you here. Uh, hopefully you'll come back again soon. Uh, we'll be back on Monday night. For the next edition of Firefox News Online, where we'll do it all over again. But I want to thank Kim, Cherokee Rose, Gunslinger, and Iggy Mom for joining me, and all of you watching and listening by archives. Be sure to check rumble.com slash the FF 
N-O-I-B-N. That's where you'll find many of the broadcasts archived. And trust me, uh, if you miss something, you missed a lot. So be sure to check it out there. And one final programming note. Um, next, Over the next two weeks, uh, I'm going to be cutting back on the amount of time this show is on the air. It's only for the next couple of weeks uh, because I have a lot of things to deal with on my plate and uh, a lot of it, you know, for my medical reasons and so forth. And I do apologize for that. It's only going to be a cut by a cut short by one hour, but we're still going to be here. We're still going to do what we do best of this broadcast, and that's bring you the news and topic discussion that this show has become known for. So, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online. From the Firefox News Online headquarters in New York, Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And uh, that's asking a lot, folks. Believe me. <laughs> so until <laughs> next time, everybody, be sure to be sure to watch out for one another. Please remember: just because we're dealing with a pandemic doesn't mean that we shouldn't at least try to check on our neighbors every once in a while. If you, have a, if you have disabled or senior citizens in your neck of the woods, in your neighborhood especially, uh, that you, know, you feel should be looked in on, take the opportunity and look in on them. Whether it's spring, summer, winter, or fall, you know, they, they, they deserve nothing but the very best, and that's a neighbor that cares. So be a caring neighbor. That's all I'm asking. And with that, it is time to put this puppy to b -b -b bed, so here goes the outro. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Might help if I actually put the outro up. <laughs> I do this so often, and it, it just happens. So let's see here. Uh, there, and click on there, and hit the button, Morty. Uh, who's Morty? Never mind. Good night, everybody, and night, we'll George. catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. 
The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.